I'm already getting anxious. I don't have um, my cell phone, my computer, my watch, you nothing. You talked about just a couple episodes going low I, tech. You're right, you're this right. is your first dabble into it. It's going to be like, what, an hour right. without your phone? <laughs> you're going to have an aneurysm? It's going to be good for me. You're right. Welcome back to Pace the Nation. We're recording live from Studio 1A here in Arlington, Virginia, which is just one of many town, cities, or counties that you can find in the state of Virginia. We are immediately surprised by intern Joanna, who is outside, which is great. Thank you. Unfortunately, Chris Farley couldn't host today because we are going to torture him. To my right is Tess Strike. Hello, Tess. Good evening, Docs. Welcome to episode 200, a.k.a. Farley's Worst Nightmare. We're thrilled to be here. We have uh, in studio Chris Farley. Hi, Thank Chris. Thank you. I'm, di- I'm dying over here to talk. Thank you for finally introducing me. I am, I am literally dying. I, I have no idea what's happening. Um, I'm just so happy that we've made okay, it. Okay, thank you, Chris. Two, two, All right. <laughs> um, I, I will also say that uh, everybody knows the premise of the show, but if you don't, uh, this is uh, episode 200, and Chris Farley, we're going to find out, is Chris Farley smarter than a seventh grader? It's, it's a landmark episode, mm-hmm. yes, and I don't know why I've agreed to this. Mm-hmm. You know why I agreed to it is because I have no idea what the heck's going on. That's yeah. ultimately what's, what, what the, what the deal is. a journey in life for you, though. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah, that's true. It's your, it's your, this is just how you've, you've skated through life through, yeah. through oh, uh, I, I have. 23 years. Oh, I have, but, but yeah, 23 years. I appreciate uh-huh. that. But uh, I just, I got to set the scene a little bit before you introduce. Oh, the I was other. going, uh, that's oh, what I was trying well, to do. It's I, not your job. I, I'm so, you are right, a you're guest. Right. You're, 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 mm-hmm. you're in, you've got control. Well, so, so what, you're yeah, driving I'm trying to get control of the interview, but some, I have an unruly guest. I'm dying yeah. without my cell phone. <laughs> yeah, I was getting to that. My, my uh, computer, nothing. So what we're doing today, we have in studio as well, Bella. Hello, Bella. Thank you for joining us. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, Bella has been at Camp Docs for the last two days. Oh, that must be awesome. And and, uh, we have Alice. Alice in studio. Hi, Alice. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Alice has been up at at Camp uh, Not Docs, which was probably more fun for her. Docs, are you accepting (laughs) reservations for next year? For no, the camp it's it's an exclusive camp, <laughs> invite yeah. only. Can you yeah. can you remind the listeners um, the, who these uh, uh, co-hosts guests are? I mean, they've been on the show before. Oh, they have. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They were they were previously on Pace the Nation mm-hmm. uh, as Chris and Joanna fill-ins. Yes. I don't think anybody noticed that they that they were filling in. <laughs> I think they they nailed it, knocked it out of the park, and people didn't even know that they were on. Only the real diehards. Could the tell. real diehards real figured diehards. it out. Well, yeah. you know, we we did a happy hour once, and mm-hmm. we had everybody vote at the happy hour. Yes. We had Twenty some people there, and I'll tell you what, that's been episode, a long time ago. <laughs> that episode was the most highly regarded, believe it or not, uh, that that you get, that you two were uh, on. So mm-hmm. you should feel proud and happy about that. So and you you earned a spot back. back. Yes, absolutely. So this is the premise, and and none of these guys know exactly what's happening. So I'm going to explain everything. What what we're doing? Special Pace the Nation episode 200. 
the three of these guests are competing against each other in a trivia contest where we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of questions. (laughs) And none of them are happy about this. Uh, I can say that... um, well, Bella, for instance, Ellie, for the record, has gone bright pink. I'm, I'm sweating over here. Yes, yeah. Bella's first day of school picked her up. Bella, how was school today? And she says, "I know you're going to say it's the best part, but I really don't like learning." <laughs> that's my that's my kind of answer. So I figured she yeah. was the right Simpatico person for you. Right here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right on. All right. So so let's just get right to the game because I think this is going to take a while, and I think that that. Uh, you guys are a little bit nervous with anticipation. And, and, and remind the audience um, how roughly how old uh, my compet—I I guess you guys are you, my competition today. You're competing against an average seventh grader. <laughs> okay. The the averaging them together. They're not an average seventh grader. Average their ages together. They are There's two people. Two people. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Two people, and one's in ninth grade and one's in. Fifth grade to make an average seventh grader? Is that what we're saying here? <laughs> At least your math was yeah. correct. Yes. Uh, no, they're, that's they're a little bit closer than that. But, okay. But okay. They, they average seventh grade. Gotcha. And, okay. and so how the competition is going to work, you all are going to compete against each other. I'd say that school, I, I, I would say, I just, just I, I got to throw this out there. I think school is, is better these days, like elementary. Than when you went to school. Yeah. I think a lot of yeah. people say that. Yeah. So, I, you know, in my defense... You know, I'm not sure what's going to happen here. We um, are already with the excuses. I just, I just want to say, you know, okay. and I'm further removed from from school, which is obvious. Yeah. Which is why we right. need to do this. Okay, all right. I just want right. to throw that disclaimer out. All right, there. so let me let me explain what's happening here. You you three are competing against each other. We're going to ask a question, and you all are going to write down the your own answer on these whiteboards that I'm going to hand to you now. He's literally handing us whiteboards now. This is serious prep. They're so clean. And you guys have an eraser, and you have your dry erase markers. There's absolutely no cheating, no looking at other people's uh, uh, whiteboards. We will be monitoring that. It's going to be very difficult not to cheat in these close quarters, so do your best. Everybody has to answer every question. After you write the answer, hide your whiteboard, and we will reveal. And you all will answer each reveal. I am not. I'm not feeling good about this, but okay. You guys got to love the confidence that he's got. So every question, unless otherwise indicated, is worth 10 points. So if I don't say what it's worth, it's a 10-point question, okay? Uh, We will be giving partial credit in in certain situations, not every situation. Um, I'll leave that up to the puzzle master. It's going to be, like, whatever the judge says, that's the final say, okay? Whose idea was this? It's a it was it's a collaborative effort and By after we get going after we get going we will talk a little bit more about that. Okay, all right. One other thing I'll say is this will definitely be a very highly edited show. Okay. So while you guys are writing answers, don't worry about the content. If there's a long spaces of of nothing, I'll just edit it out. So okay. don't worry yeah, about that. Don't okay. think about filling. What you guys do is just concentrate on doing the best that you can do in this competition. That gotcha. is definitely uh, the, the adult should win, I think. I, I, I think there's no pressure on the girls right, right now. Right. The, the adult should win this. There's no reason why he wouldn't. Fair. Okay. Is everybody ready? Yes. Okay, ready so I've got, I've got the first question here for you guys, and it's actually why we need the headphones in because I, I actually have an audio clip for our first question, and I'm going to play the audio clip. 
Okay, so after I play this one, whoever gets the question right has control of the next question. We have 10 categories, okay? And I'm going to reveal the categories to you now. Okay, we're also going to have a possession arrow, okay? So if you all get the question correct, then we'll just go to the next person in the, in the possession. So somebody can pick the next category. There are a uneven number of questions in each category. Once a question is done, I will erase that category. You won't know how many questions there are in each category. But if we select it again, you'll tell us that there's no more questions? I'll tell you there's no questions if, if there are no questions, yes. Okay. All right, so before I reveal the categories, before you hear the categories, let's go around the room. How do you guys feel about this, Alice? I'm kind of nervous because seventh grade feels like a long time ago. <laughs> How do you think it feels for that guy? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Okay, fair. Bella, how do you feel? I mean, I'm not really that nervous. I think that I'm going to do good. <laughs> well, I you'll like do well. But I do like the confidence. Uh, Farley. I I mean, I'm in a, just a no-win situation here. That's I'm correct. I'm supposed to win. That's correct. And if I don't, I look like an idiot. Yes. So It's a perfect scenario. <laughs> I, 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 I'm very nervous. Okay. Because, uh, like you said, seventh grade is even way, way, way in my rearview mirror. Okay. Our categories today. Just for Chris, geography, U.S. civics, U.S. history, science, literature, movies, algebra, pop culture, sports numbers, and William E. Docs. I like the last two, but other than that, I'm not feeling great. All right, so I'm going to put this little cheat sheet out here for you guys, and when we run out of questions, uh, I, will, I will erase that category. And everybody feel free to play at home. You score and tweet us uh, your score at the end of the game. As a matter of fact, I'm going to, I'm going to play along with you guys. And I will, I will tweet my score. But you already, you've constructed the questions, though. You well, we'll get the to answers that. in front of him. So, so it, it is fair. I, I'm, I'm going to record something later, uh, a list which you love. Um, but uh, there are a lot of people to thank. Uh, and I did not write all of these questions. But I don't want to thank everybody up front. Okay, our first question is already an exception to the rule. And this question is one point for every correct answer. Hi, my name is Joanna Russo, and I was the second choice host for episodes 1 through 165. As a librarian, I have always been devoted to literacy, even when it comes to Chris. In this question, you will match the classic book title with its appropriate author. All right, get ready. Here are the books. Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, Count of Monte Crisco, Diary of a Young Girl, Frankenstein, Johnny Tremaine, Legend of Sleepy Hollow, Little Women, Outsiders, Peter Pan, Red Pony, Treasure Island, Uncle Tom's Cabin, and here are your authors. Louisa May Alcott, Anne Frank, J.M. Barry, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Alexander Dumas, Esther Forbes, S.E. Hinton, Washington Irving, Mary Shelley, John Steinbeck, Robert Louis Stevenson, and Harriet Beecher Stowe. Okay, you guys got that? No. Little, little confusing. I actually, uh, we have some printouts. So I actually, intern Joanna, that's why she was dropping off. She had some, uh, <laughs> she had, yeah, you should have looked at, seen the look on your face. So if, if uh, intern Joanna can come in with the uh, printouts, I think that might help. 
It's a different show. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's our new intern, intern <laughs> Joanna E. Russo. Oh, wow. He really did write some down. I know. I know. <laughs> wow. What's so, what are you doing here? It's um, hilarious. Do a podcast. <laughs> For the two, show 200? Joanna E. Russo is actually in the room. That's amazing. Wow. It's a big surprise. Okay, it's too uh, hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm, All right, I, thank you very much. All right, I'm going to drive back soon. Right. <laughs> it's good seeing you. <laughs> Joanna Russo. Yeah, Joanna that was Joanna Russo. Russo. Wow. Do you remember her from, yeah. from the show from before? Okay, so Joanna E. Russo just gave them some worksheets that you guys can do the matchup, and you can just draw on the worksheet if you want. Okay, your snacks are also here. I made you 200 snacks for 200 oh. Wow. <laughs> So it's in a huge bag out here, though, so maybe you can have Charlie and Joanna bring them to you. When you, you can roll. throw it in. Servers, please. Servers. <laughs> <laughs> you can come. Tell them on the... Oh, we can oh. order stuff? So intern Joanna actually is here as well. So I I don't feel threatened. Yeah. I hope your job doesn't feel threatened, but that was just a good way to trick Tess and Farley. No, I like it. It was good. Um, we have a, a card that says, congrats, 200, congrats PTN on 200. Uh, a lot of glitter. This this would make Caitlin uh, Caitlin K blush, and on the back, 200, 200 snacks that that Bella wants all of apparently, because <laughs> she's reading these. Thank you very much. Good. Okay, I can't stick around because I have to go to dinner, but have fun. Thank I look, you. I look forward to finished products. Listening. Yeah. And there's no fact checking on whether or not there's two hundred snacks for two hundred <laughs> episodes. Maybe uh, snacks will only be available for the leader. Yeah, a winner can request a snack upon answering the question correctly. I mean, you guys don't know these answers. These, this yes. is not common knowledge. This is 100% common knowledge. This <laughs> is not common knowledge. These are probably 12 of the most widely sold books really? in the English language all of all time. Oh, you're, you're saying, do I know? I, I, I would honestly... Oh, you know what I was going to do as well? I was going to do like a, a joke with this. I say, okay, so I'm going to ask the question, and then you guys tell me whether or not you got it right, or wh whether or not you know the answer. And if you did, I'll give you points. Can I guess? Yes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, what do you think? Yes. <laughs> I know that Steinbeck wrote Of Mice of Men, and it's not Are you on giving here. away? No, it's, it's not, not on, on there. Okay, I'm glad you know a book and yeah. a author. It's really annoying that it's not like the most. All right. Okay, you guys ready? You guys tell me, who wrote The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes? Washington <laughs> Irving. No. Uh -huh. You guys all guessed Washington Irving on yes. that? Oh, man, that's oh. going to be a rough it's show. It's hilarious that we all guessed the same Sir thing. Arthur Conan Doyle. Okay. Okay, The Count of Monte Cristo. I had uh, Louisa May Alcott. I had Forbes S. I had Robert Louis Stevenson. None for none. Wow. Alexander Dumas. Oh, Dumas. Alexander Dumas. Okay. <laughs> we have to label two. this as an right. explicit show. I know. All right, third. The Diary of a Young Girl. I had J.M. Barrett. Oh, my God. And Frank. Correct. And Frank. One point yeah, for and Bella. And Frank, too. Correct. One point for Alice. How do you know that? Farley. Because she's a young girl. And she already <laughs> has the diary. Diary of Anne Frank. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Frankenstein. I had uh, Mary Shelley. I had Harriet Beecher. Same. It's Mary Shelley. Farley Ooh. with point on the board. Farley's on the bo on the board. That was the one that I think I knew. Well, you got it. Good job, Johnny Tremaine. 
I had uh, Sir Arthur Cohen Doyle. No. I had John. John Steinbach. No, Steinbach. I had the same as Farley. Okay. No, Esther Forbes. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. I had Anne Frank, which I know now is wrong. <laughs> I had John Steinbach. That's incorrect. Esther Forbes. It's Washington Irving. I, I think Joanne is crying. Charlie, can you console Joanna right now? <laughs> Little Women. Uh, Little Women, I had Alexander Dumas, which I know is now wrong. Do also, that is a man. Um, I yeah. had Sir Arthur Conan. Conan Doyle, no. I had Mary Shelley. Incorrect. Better Louisa May Alcott. The Outsiders. I had um, John Steinbeck. Incorrect. J.M. Barry. Incorrect. S.C. Hinton. Yes! Essie Hinton. Was that a guess or did you know that? That's a guess. That was a guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, still a point. Still counts. The Red Pony. Red Pony, I had Esther Forbes. We skipped Mary Shelley. Uh, Louisa May Alcott. John Steinbeck. Treasure Island. I can't believe you guys can't get this one. I had Robert Louis Stevenson. That's correct, Farley. Good for you. One of your favorite books. Yeah. Is it? No, it's not. I actually thought I, there was some word association there that I thought okay. I knew. All right, Bella, Treasure Island. Alexander Dumas. Incorrect. Same. Incorrect. Peter Pan. Peter Pan, I had S.E. Henton. That's incorrect. That was The Outsiders. I had nothing. That's also incorrect. The book was written by J.M. Barry. Alice. Uh, John John Steinbeck. Incorrect. All right, and our last one, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Uh, Harriet Beecher Stowe. Wow, Farley is killing it. That's correct. S.E. Hinton. Incorrect. J.M. Barry. Incorrect. So amazingly, Chris Farley's in the lead. Woo! Through literature. Wow. Man, I am feeling very fortunate. Farley's in the lead at three points. Alice is closely behind at two, and Bella is at one. Wow, good job, everybody, kind of, but not really. I would have gotten perfect 12 for 12, just if you guys wanted to keep up with me. And Tess, you would have gotten a perfect 12 for 12? I think think? I would have gotten at least in a 10. All right. Joanna is dying out there. Okay, so Chris Farley, I would like for you, since you have control of the board, you pick a category. I'm going to control the category. I'm going to pick sports numbers. Sports Sports numbers. Okay. Okay, Jersey numbers. So with the sports numbers, I actually have another audio file. Hi, I'm Pace the Nation's executive producer, Kathy Dalby, and I have appeared as a guest on episodes 13 and 134. My question's an easy one. What number does Tobin Heath wear when she plays for the U.S. Women's National Team? Okay, do you guys have your answers? Yes. Okay, let's let Farley reveal. 17. 17. Wow, unfortunately that is correct. Bella... 17, that's correct. Alice, 17. Everybody gets that one correct. And Bella can finally take her sweatshirt off and now understands why I told her she had to wear a sweatshirt. (laughs) Uh, It's a Tobin Heath jersey. Bella has a Tobin Heath jersey on. I knew this question was coming up. She asked me 77 times, why do I have to wear a sweatshirt? And what was my answer, Bella? Because you have to. (laughs) So everybody got that one right. Chris Farley does have control of the board. Can Chris I still go with the uh, sports numbers? You can. All right, there's another question there. All right. 
I'm seriously trying to win this. I'm, <laughs> I, I am trying to rack up points early here. Okay, here we go. Sports question number two. Hi, I'm Rick Wilhelm from Brooks and guest on Pace the Nation episode eight. At the time of this recording, how many World Cups had the U.S. women won in soccer? Just on context, the U.S. women played France today. We're recording this way early. By the time that this is released, the World Cup will be over. So it may change. But just so everybody knows, this is before the current World Cup had ended. Everybody got your answers? Let's reveal them. I said two. (laughs) Wow. Coming in hot. Bella gets the correct answer. The answer is three. three. And uh, after, after Bella took her sweatshirt off to reveal her jersey, just a little uh, note for you guys. Oh. There are three stars on the jersey representing wow. each championship. Uh, so you, you still could have cheated on that one. Uh, I, I didn't know that's what that meant. Okay. Just mm-hmm. to put this out here, Alice said 12. <laughs> yeah, Alice, said 12. <laughs> Alice overshot by a little bit. I don't think that there's even been 12, 12 World Cups. 12 Women's World Cups, right. So Bella has control. Bella now has control of the board. She is in tied for second place with three points. Both Alice and Bella are trailing Farley by one. Let's do U.S. history. Oh, man. <laughs> Let me go for some more sports numbers. Dang, there's civics. <laughs> what is civics? That's what Good Farley question. asks. <laughs> you take that in eighth grade. Okay, well, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay, we have U.S. history. How you guys doing? It's Robert Glanders, physical therapist here from Pace the Nation, episode 16. And I got the next question for you guys. It seems like a gimme for Farley in his criminology degree from UVA. Question is, the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand led to which war? This is awesome, by the way, that you got like (laughs) Rick and Kathy and Galant. This is amazing. All right, do you guys have your answers? Yes. All right, turn them around, and we'll go through. All right, my answer was the French-American War. That is incorrect. What part of Franz Ferdinand sounds either French or Franz? American? <laughs> Franz, yeah, Franz sounds French. I'll give Farley that. Bella, World War One, correct. Dang. <laughs> World War Two for Alice. That is incorrect. Bella. Wow. I knew it was one of the World Wars. Wow. All right. All right. So well, that's you know, an educated you know, guess. I'm going to give you kind of credit for that. No, we'll, we we'll give you participation points. The French and American War was for taxation without representation. No, that was a revolutionary war. I feel like I'm a little bit validated that I knew that there was a French American War. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> that was a pretty good I mean, poll. That was yeah. a pretty good I mean, poll. Docs, would you have thought that I've known that? Gun to my head, I would have said you had no idea that that war existed. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Galanders. Did Galanders pick the question himself? This is ridiculous. No, we had a team of question writers. Okay, gotcha. and, and I would like to thank the team of question writers. Okay, uh, you can thank them. I, I wrote some of the questions. Um, Maggie B. wrote some of the questions, and she had a lot of help from people at Rocky Run Middle School. And uh, intern Joanna wrote some questions. And I don't know exactly who else contributed, so I'm just going to say that Charlie and Joanna also contributed. Gotcha. Okay. Did you write any questions? Nope. Okay. Then I won't thank you. You're not welcome. <laughs> Bella got the question correct. Bella, give us the next category. Is there another U.S. history? 
You bet. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Lawrence Soto from Pace the Nation, episode 34. And I have a history question for you, Farley. Where was the first shot fired for the American Civil War? Wow, this is some question. Dollar bet you don't get it. (laughs) That's awesome. Is there a way to get different points? (laughs) You mean with a different question? Docs, would you accept a partial credit for the correct state or geographical region? Yeah, questions are 10 points, so we can give partial. So write something that makes sense. Okay, let's reveal the answers. All right, Lawrence. I'm going to say it was in Pennsylvania. If I get partial credit for that, and I'm going to say Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. You get zero points. <laughs> Bella. Yorktown, Virginia. Zero points. You are, however, closer. Yes, it's East Coast. That is correct. It was on the East Coast. There was only an East Coast, though, <laughs> during the Civil War. The correct answer is Fort Sumter, South Carolina. I think we might take a break and rewrite some questions based on the way things are going. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a uh, very difficult... Uh, that was that was tough. That was tough. Okay. Bella, ask another question. Or, or, or pick another question. Can I have pop... Wait, what's pop culture? Is that like... Something, something you'll like. Can I have pop culture? Okay, we're going to pop culture. Hey, what's happening, Pace the Nation Nation? This is Sandwich Todd coming to you live from an undisclosed underground bunker somewhere in Washington, D.C. I was on episode 9, 1459, 164, uh, and I'm told that those were the most popular episodes of all time uh, in podcast history. But I have a quick pop culture question for you, and that is, what is the name of the dance move made popular by Backpack Boy? I bet you Farley can't answer that one because he's a loser. I'm getting destroyed by a former guest. Yeah. Maybe you should have been nicer to them. Okay, let's reveal. It's flossing. It is floss. They all got floss. I don't know what hype floss is, but uh, I don't want... Hype is from Fortnite. Uh, I don't don't want to uh, look stupid, so I'm going to give her credit for that. Because I don't want people to know that I don't know what I'm talking about. Todd, take that. I did know that answer. Wow. Was that a pure guess? No, I, I actually... Somehow, you know, things like it's, it's interesting what I retain, you know, like that would go in my brain, and actually stick in my brain. If you asked me where the first shot was fired <laughs> and this, by the time you got to fired, I'd tune you out. So there's no way I would know. Which war was it? Which war was it? C- Civil War. I yeah, think that is, is right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, everybody got that correct. Let's let Alice pick a category. Um, algebra. Ooh, that's a bold category to select. I'm not loving that. Although I, I did fine, I think, in algebra. When do you take algebra? Eighth grade. Eighth grade? Okay. Bella, you look like you're going to have a okay. disadvantage here. But. I, I haven't done algebra. That's okay. Hi, this is Chris Pellegrini, coach of the state champion West Springfield Spartans. And I was on Pace the Nation, episode 174. My question tests the old Yorktown algebra knowledge. What is the equation that calculates the area of a circle? Go Spartans. Just to paint the picture, Farley looks like he's seen a ghost. Bella is hard at thought. And Alice is staring out the window because she's been done for five minutes. I have an answer. Bella, do you have an answer? Mm-hmm. Okay, right. let's reveal those boards. I said pi squared. Pi squared is so close. Area equals question mark is 
not as close, but the correct answer, Alice, pi r squared. Oh my gosh. Bella, you knew that. Good question, Pellegrini. Almost almost got it. And that's not an indictment on Yorktown, all right? So don't give me that West Springfield's so much better than Yorktown, okay? I just okay. want to make that clear. Maybe the trophy case now. indicates <laughs> West Springfield's better than Yorktown. Not that question. Yeah. Let's do William Docks. A William Docks question. Very bold. From the category William Docks. And keeping up with the tradition of kicking Farley while he's down. <laughs> Hey, this is Zach Culbertson from Cold Country Salmon, a previous Pace the Nation guest on episode 125. Uh, I've met all three of the contestants in today's trivia contest, and I gotta say, at this point, I know Farley is probably getting clobbered. So I'm here to softball Farley a question and uh, get him some points so he doesn't look uh, as terrible as I'm imagining he looks right now. Here we go. Uh, Farley, how many nieces does William Docks have? <laughs> Swift action by Bella. I feel good about this one. Okay, let's reveal Farley. Three. Girls, it Unanimous. is three. Everybody got three. Yeah, okay. I, they, would, I would feel, I mean, he, he is a fr- friend of mine. I mean, if I... I mean, it probably took a few times, the old shredder, <laughs> a few times shredded that info until you know all right well since farley got that one correct farley why don't you pick the next category all right let's um i'm gonna try movies let's go to movies i think that's a dangerous choice for you you know what i'm hopeful it's one of the five that i'm an expert in okay hi i'm brian knight from swim background photo you might remember me from such episodes as pace the nation 94 where i talked about photographing races and episode 196 where Chris talked for a longer amount of time about my <laughs> wedding than the actual ceremony lasted. I have a movie question. Who starred in Casablanca? Who starred in what? Who starred in Casablanca? Or Casablanca. Casablanca. I apologize to the girls, but this is definitely a shot at Farley. He was supposed to watch this movie last year, and he yeah. never did. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to come to me, Brian. Should we hold this one till later? I don't even know what it is. Casablanca? Yeah. It's a classic. It was in black and white. Wait, did this come out last year? No. No, this came out before color movies were made. This is an old, old film. Why is it smarter than a seventh grader? Well, this is, there are some of these questions that are like Pace the Nation uh, themed. And we had this whole thing where Farley was going to watch 10 movies last year and do 10 movie reviews, and Brian Knight was going to pick the movies. And the first movie that he picked for Farley to watch was Casablanca. I have yet to watch it. And Farley hasn't watched it in over a year. That's why this question's on the show. Don't you have a copy of the DVD? I do, in my bag, yeah, which is the (laughs) funny thing. So you've been looking at the cover of this DVD. Yeah, actually, that makes it even worse. Okay. You guys uh, ready for for your review? I probably I said John Chapman. I know Joe Chapman. I don't know a John Chapman. A woman or slash girl. No. We'll give you partial points for that. We'll give you one point for that. Alice. Selena Gomez. Incorrect. No. The correct answer is Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman. I had to pronounce it correctly so my dad didn't flip out. <laughs> I don't know who John Chapman is. Why did I think that was the answer? I don't know. So, Farley, you want another movie question? All right, let's Since go. nobody Wait, got that one right. I got it right. 
I got partial credit. You got one point? One point. Let's stay in the movie category. All right, movie category. Let's go again. Hi, I'm Mark Johnson. Taste the Nation, episode 52 guest, Saucony sales rep, a huge Beatles fan, and I own a marathon PR of about 23 seconds faster than Farley. <laughs> I wanted to ask Farley trivia questions about Beatles movies, but Doc said that Farley would do much better with Star Wars movies. Here you are, Farley. Can you name five characters from the Star Wars movies? Good luck, buddy. Congrats on episode 200. Cuckoo, cuckoo. That's awesome. I actually was telling Mark the other day that he's got to listen to episode 200 coming up, and he played dumb like nice. he had no idea. Nice. That's awesome. Well done, Mark. Well done. I have to say that that, that made me really nervous that, that people would talk to you. Yeah. So when, when we were talking to people, it's like, Farley does not know about this. Farley does not know about this. Can we do more for extra points? Absolutely not. No. All right, let's get Farley's reveal. Chewbacca, Han Solo, R2-D2, Airwalks, <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, Bella, Bella, what are your five? Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Chewie, Princess Leia, and Han Solo. Correct. She gets 10 points. I said Jabba the Hutt, Bubba Fett, Luke Skywalker, Jar Jar, and Chewbacca. We shouldn't give you credit for Jar Jar, but okay. 10 points for you. Why not? Because he's so terrible. He's Wait, my favorite. So, oh, so my do gosh. I, I don't get... Airwalk is nothing. Isn't there Airwalks? Ewoks. Ewoks. Oh. Those aren't characters. <laughs> <laughs> so you get eight points. I don't know what an Airwalk is. Uh. <laughs> Airwalks Air are the new shoes coming out from Nike. <laughs> Let's get a little score update here. So we have Alice coming in with 52 points. Bella is firmly in the lead at 62 points. And Farley is trailing at 41. I, I was off to a hot start. You were. Yeah, yeah. Getting close. I thought airwalks should. I think that should. No. Get some no. Marshall. Airwalks air air is definitely going to be the name of the episode. <laughs> okay, so Bella, your turn to pick a question. William Docs. Going back to Docs. This is Chris Breidner from Team Red, White, and Blue in episode ninety. In what state was William Docs born in? What state was William Docs born in? A lot of blank stares coming from the girls. Yeah, all of us. I know my mom. I was not born in the same state as your mom. I know. And my dad and Aunt Maggie. Mm-hmm. What was Aunt Maggie born in? Germany. So you, you, uh, you're basically saying you know where everybody else was born except for me. You should be offended. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, one I of the categories that I thought was going to help you guys. I, I could kill it with the William E. Docs categories. I love it. <laughs> all right, we need a guess. You got a 1 in 50 shot. No, they have a 1 in 49 shot because oh, they right. know that I wasn't born in the same state as their Was mother. Uh, Alaska and Hawaii already states? They are, you also know where your mom <laughs> that's lived. A good, that's kind of a good shot at him. Your mom's old older enough. than me and you know where she lived. You know some of the states that she's lived in. I'm going to guess here. We well, have to write it down. Virginia. This Why? is, this is okay. her guess. Virginia. So you guess Virginia. <laughs> Bella, your guess is North Carolina. Farley, your guess is Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Bella scores 10 points. What? I was born in North Carolina. Ah, oh, I thought he was because he's such a big Philly. 
I was talking <laughs> trash about how I knew this cat, this one. Bella, Bella, who everybody was afraid was was gonna be uh, troubled in She's this game. She's the youngest. Has the biggest yeah. lead in the game. All right, Bella, what category are we going to? Geography. I was hoping we would run out of time before we got to that <laughs> category. Ooh. Mine is civics. Civics did not go well. I okay. don't even know what a civic is. We are going to ask. <laughs> that makes both of us. Hello, this is Michael Miller. You probably recognize my voice from episode 100. And, um, uh, well, I guess that's probably it because they really haven't asked me to be back. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Congratulations on episode 200, and I'm calling in with a geography question. So, was wondering if you could identify the name of the island off the southeast coast, coast of India. Again, the island off the southeast coast of India. Uh, oh, wait, <laughs> Chris is going to be... So, hey, Chris, an island is actually a landmass surrounded by water. I love these shots. You were, you know, <laughs> I in case it. you needed that information. Oh, Thanks, Mike. Oh, wait. Um, India, I guess I should probably start there. India is a, a like the seventh largest uh, geographic country in the world, second for population. So... Yeah. Uh, oh God, he, he's not going to get that. Uh, hey, you might just want to take a look at the map that I dropped off the global map. It might give you a clue. But what is the name of the island off of the southeast coast of Asia? That's a great question. Thank you, Michael P. Miller. Well done. Um, do you guys have any idea? I mean, we should. No. That's just. <laughs> you guys are all punting on this one. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a guess. Okay. Uh, what's island your guess? off the s- southeast. Okay. What's your guess? Indonesia. The correct answer is Sri Lanka. Oh, which we had our guest from Sri Lanka, geez. and we talked about this for half an hour. Why did I think Indonesia? Well, Indonesia is in the area. Also, islands too. Yes. So I was kind of close. Indonesia is not Indonesia is not a bad guess if one of these two guessed it. For you, it's a terrible guess. <laughs> <laughs> you should have known it was Sri Lanka. Oh, of course. But but you are proving to us today that there yeah. is in fact a shredder. Shredder. Yeah. Yes. All right. I I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry to Haruni. I should have known that. Alice, do you want to pick the next one? I want to do math again. Let's go to algebra. We're gonna do a geography question. I'm gonna jump in here and just do a geography question. All right. Sorry. This is Herndon native Haruni Vijaratna from episode 163. <laughs> Hope you scrubbed up on your geography for this one. All right. What two countries share the longest border in the world? <laughs> so that was our guest. Just so you guys know, that was our guest from Sri Lanka. That's great. <laughs> All right. My answer. Okay, let's go with I'll Chris. start. United States and Canada. Oh. <laughs> What'd you say? China and Asia. Asia is not a country. <laughs> okay. Uh, I said Canada and the U.S. as well. All right, Excellent. ten points for Alice, ten points for Farley. Yes, Alice. Has this is the upset set of the entire episode that I did know a geography question. Thank you, Haruni. <laughs> okay, so so Alice, you get to pick the board since I took it away from you last time. Okay, let's do civics. My name is Jason Dunn, and I was on episode one eighty two of Pace the Nation. My question is from the civics category. What are the three branches of the U.S. government? The three branches of the U.S. government. The girls are writing frantically. Farley is looking at the door. (laughs) 
I literally was just with the Capitol Hill Running Club. Mm-hmm. And this came up? Yeah. Well, I feel like people who are in that club love that club. They work in this area. So do you. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking out loud here. Yeah. This is, this is how your brain works on a test. I, I appreciate the insight. Yeah. The look into that thought process explains that college GPA right there. I think that was an easy 10 points for me. <laughs> easy, easy. Hold on. I, I do know. I do, I, just, I do know this. Okay, Farley. Let's, let's put right. something. Uh, let's put pen right. to paper here. <laughs> this, is a, this is a question that does have the availability for partial points, if you can guess yeah, one of okay. them. Okay. No. No? No. There, there are three parts of this question. I know, I know, but he needs to get all three of these. And the girls are already getting full credit. <laughs> this is not a bit here either, by the way. I know. Um, Do you girls want to go on a snack break while Farley thinks? I, I don't know. Any, I, don't, I can't remember them. i got to just block. Okay. Uh, so I got judiciary. Judiciary <laughs> is one of them. That is yeah. correct. It's judicial. But yes. And I, I can't remember the other one. Bella, do you want to tell them what they are? Judicial, legislative, and executive. Correct. Good job. The girls both got that correct. Ten points for the girls. We will give Farley three points for, for judicial, even though I don't like to give him points. <laughs> Can we get a score check here, Tess? Absolutely. Farley, you are in last place. Also known as third place, <laughs> right, though, so you. you're still in medal Yeah, I'm still in medal, yeah. So you're coming in at 54 points. Okay. Bella is still in the lead in what we are looking at, 82 points. And then Alice is actually not far behind at 72 points, so it's a one-question game. Wow. Ooh, snack break. Bring you back a dessert plate to do. <laughs> Thank you. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we just got our first yeah. snack break of the day. Mm, that's really good. Mm-hmm. I would like to try maple waters. What is that? Are there maple waters? Mm-hmm. Fruit leathers. Oh yeah, I would like a maple water too, please. What is that? It's it's maple flavored water. It's great, and it is a Payson Asian. Uh, Some we used to talk about maple water all the time. Oh, so these are frozen related? banana bites. Mm-hmm. How about just the whole box? Yeah. Peanut butter energy ball. Oh yeah, frozen banana bites would be great. Did you get all that? <laughs> Thank you. I like the speaker setup. <laughs> <laughs> Should get this for your house. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, that thing was there. <laughs> oh, you're right. We've had our oh. first injury on set. Does anybody know Uncle phone, phone number? Yeah, seriously. We'll be in with a little more stuff in a minute. Thank you. These snacks are awesome. <laughs> I'll drink your maple water. There are seven grams of sugar in this water. Got a lot. Yes. Mm. No, that's that's the right amount of sugar. I love it when people advertise that water is vegan and paleo. I think all water should be maple water. All right. What's the verdict? Let's get to the next. Question. I don't like coconut water. So I'm afraid of this. I don't like coconut water either. Consecutive. Horrible. Um, no, it's not horrible. I'm trying to like figure out what it tastes like. It tastes pancakes. Like it's breakfast. What it's breakfast this? in a bottle. Okay. Let's do William Docks again. Okay, we're going to go back to William Docks. Hey guys, this is Brian Barrera, aka DC underscore dog underscore runner, and Pace the Nation guest from episode 87. My question is when is William Docks' birthday? 
When is William Dox's birthday? As we know that Dox was born in Pennsylvania and Virginia. You're putting out a lot of personally identifiable information. He is. What's his social security number? <laughs> I know that one. His social security number is zero. <laughs> you get three points for getting the month correct, and you get seven points for getting the day correct. And you get ten points off if you get the year correct. And for our listeners at home, I think the years. I'm just gonna say if they get it right or not. I will start. This Bella, April twentieth, way off. Alice, November twenty third. Twenty seventh. November twenty seventh. I feel like I'm getting some points here. Chris Farley gets ten points. Yep. I'm getting back in this. All right. Okay, what's the next category? All right, we're going to go um, with, uh, I, you know what? I'm going to go with U.S. history. I'm just going to go in and face my fears here. Okay. Hey, this is the 2017 Marine Corps Marathon champ, Sarah Bishop, from episode 145. Congrats, Chris, and Pace and Nation on your 200th episode. So, my question for you is, four score and seven years ago, who gave the famous Gettysburg Address? All right, we all should get this. Mm-mm. All right, I'm going to start. Uh-huh. Abe Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln Barack for Farley. Obama. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Oh, you guys Good had one. a public school. I said Ulysses Grant. Ulysses S. Grant. Farley gets this one that correct. That is the upset. Big time upset. I, I'm, I'm making moves here. That's 20 points. To their zero in the last two questions. All right, uh, let's go. Uh, let's keep going um, down the down the list here. Let's go to science. You're only two this behind. is Angie Fox from episode 48. Which organelle is the powerhouse power plant of the cell? I know this. Angie Fox checking in. Love it. Um, which? What was the? What was the question? Which? They're feverishly writing. I'm a little worried This here. is Angie Fox from episode 48. Which organelle is the powerhouse power plant of the cell? <laughs> I don't even know what an organelle is. What's an organelle? It's the part that's Hey, don't be helping to your competitor. I want her to answer. That's fine. It's the part that's in the cell. Into the mic. There's different things that have different jobs in the cell, and each... Uh, organelle has a different part that they help run the cell. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like more confused. Baby organs, like you have organs in your body. Uh, okay. There are organelles what, in cells. Which organelle runs the? Okay. Do you know the cell? Cells, cells. cells. They're, They're made, made of organelles. organelles. You're trying, trying to pull the fast one inside cytoplasm gels. <laughs> see, they didn't teach this when I was at Taylor Elementary. <laughs> Williamsburg Middle. No, There's no, more of no it. No indictment on those schools. All right, Violet, what's your answer? <laughs> a cell? <laughs> close. So close. The mitochondria. I said the mitochondria. Is the powerhouse of the cell. Ten points, ten points. The mitochondria. <laughs> a cell is the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> I mean, it would have kind of made sense if you said, like, the nucleus. The nucleus is like the center. That's where the DNA is. It's it's like the brain. All right, so it's where all the good stuff is stored, right? 
Well, I don't know how much good stuff we have going well, on Well, I mean, like, cytoplasm holds everything. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of the good stuff. You don't want to be leaking out? Right. Yeah. Can I pick? Sure. Let's do science. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Carrie Gallagher, and I was on Pace the Nation episode 11. I have a science question for you. What is the process that plants use to create food from carbon dioxide and water? Much like the last question, the girls are writing feverishly, and Farley is looking for I, snacks. I know this. I know this. <laughs> I, I know, this is ridiculous. I know what it is. Okay, five points for Farley. Girls? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got it. Okay. The answer is photosynthesis. Girls? Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. Ten points all Across around. Across the board. Okay. Since everybody got it right, it's Alice's turn to pick. Let's go back to sports. This is Kellen Song from Washington City Paper and episode 85. What number does Alex Ovechkin wear? These. I'm digging. You're kidding, Alex. These. Alex, you know Alex Ovechkin. He's, he's the guy who likes wheat beer. Wheat beer. He doesn't drink at Point Neuf. He likes wheat beer. Dad, you can't see this, but <laughs> Alex doesn't know what number Alex Avenger wears. <laughs> Done? You got your guess? We'll start with Alex. What do you got? Nine. Oh! oh! <laughs> now I get your hint. I didn't give you a hint. I just said you know the guy. Uh, Farley is incorrect. He guessed infinity. Uh, <laughs> it's eight. Oh. Oh, if you turn it that way, it does look like a snowman. Okay, so 10 points, 10 points, 0 points. Come on, Alex. All right. Um, I'm going to, since I won a category, I'm going to take the board here. I'm going to go with pop culture. This is Kira D'Amato from Oakton High School, American University, Potomac River Running, in episode 150. When referring to a woman who is overly nosy or rude and has a I'd like to see your manager haircut. What would you call her? Now, I will say she probably doesn't mind what you call her as long as you don't call her late for dinner. It's a lot of blank stares. Yeah. This, this question didn't land. No. Wow. That's it. So when referring to a woman who is overly nosy or rude and has an I'd like to see your manager haircut, what name would you call her? It, like an actual name. Not a rude name. Not a rude name, but... But what you refer name did to her this parents bestow upon her? Oh. No cheating. Tess, I know that you're keeping that. track. This is a question that I would not have gotten correct. The first one. It's amazing how many people you got to check in. This is incredible. <laughs> it is. Like, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I feel like so humbled by these people. Everybody checking in and giving this question so so, so since you're since you're at that point i do have to thank charlie ban he got like 90 percent of these well people. done awesome work i know that he got the 90 percent of the people the first time around <laughs> for the show as well all right that's yeah. true so <laughs> doubling back yeah uh, i put ma'am ma'am is incorrect i put cool or no <laughs> <laughs> No, this I said it's an Lady actual Gaga. name, Lady Gaga. The the correct answer is Karen. Why? Does anybody? I don't know. I've never heard this before. I told you, you I wouldn't got this one. No, it's like, it's like thanks, Karen. Mm-hmm. All right, see that 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 doesn't resonate. With it's me. it's good. People aren't overly yeah. nosy or rude to you, so it's good yeah, that you don't have that. Good. one. 
right, I, I still control the board, I think. Um, let's go with, uh, I want to redeem myself with U.S. Civics. There's got to be a question in there that I, that I know. Can we go to the U.S. Civics? Okay. This is Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry from Oakton High School in episode 89. Which branch of government makes the laws? Oakton High Schoolers checking in back to back. <laughs> Oakton's doing R- well. Random. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Our first mayor. Yeah. On, um, on the board, too. I think it's appropriate that Kira asked that question and Jacob asked that one. Uh, Charlie did a really good job yeah. of like <laughs> asking the right questions yeah, for the right, the right people, people as well. Yeah, yeah. That was good. It's amazing how some of these fell in, to be honest. All right, I know I've got a one in three shot at least this time. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if you still remembered all three. We could ask that same question again. Would right you get 10 points? Would you get 10 points if we asked that question again? What are the three branches of the government? Judicial. <laughs> That's a three-pointer right there. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so reveal your answers. You guys Ju- judicial. Oh. Legislative. Legislative. <laughs> well done, ladies. Ten points for the ladies. But I did have to think about that. I always got those confused on my tests. I remember L, law, legislative. Oh. Executive, your eggs, like exiting. Executing car- the yeah, law. Carrying them out, and then judicial is whatever. The judges. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought that whatever was uh, whatever, whatever Jacob asked. We can get a point check in. Yeah. Yes, we- let's get a score update. Thank you. Both of our young contestants have breached the 100-point mark. Century. Then- First to 200 wins. Is it? No. <laughs> Seems appropriate episode 200, but... Farley is trailing at uh, 94. So what, what are their scores? What do oh, the girls have? gotcha. Alice is at 102. Bella is at 22. 122. 122. Okay. Alice, you get to pick. Shouldn't I get to pick? Okay, Bella, you can pick. Let's do sport numbers. Hi, I'm Josh Levinson from Charm City Run and guest on Pace the Nation episode number 84. I have a sports question. How many gold medals did Michael Phelps win in the 2008 Summer Olympics? Good luck, Chris. Well, I think that was very unfair of Josh, and I'm going to wish good luck to Alice and good luck to Bella. (laughs) I saw Josh this week. How funny is that? He didn't mention it either. Well done. I love it. Thank you very much. I literally went to Baltimore. We hung out for the day. He didn't Uh, mention it. I don't remember getting called for that. (laughs) But uh, thank you, everybody who kept the surprise. Lock them in. What do you got? Seven. Three. Six. Poor Michael Phelps. The answer's eight. <sighs> oh, my gosh. I was actually thinking about I that. now remember that. Okay. Well, they remembered. So ten points, ten points. Farley, did you yeah. remember? Uh, now I do. Okay, yeah. ten points for everybody. Yeah. They all remembered. Hey, this is Elon Moskowitz, the NC State runner who was kicked in the face and on episode 82. Uh, it's all healed now, so I'm doing all right. <laughs> uh, so the question is, by area... Which country is the largest in South America? All right, let's go. What do you got, Farley? I said Portugal. Not even on the right <laughs> continent. Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> Neither are you. Okay. Mexico. I, I don't know. South remember. America starts yeah. below. Wow. Let's get the map out, guys. Brazil. <laughs> is Me- Mexico's in Central America. It is in yeah. North America. North America. And in, in Portugal's Portugal. in Europe. Okay. But, you know, actually, not bad. They speak Portuguese in Brazil. So you're not far off the mark. You're giving him a little bit more credit. Not far off the mark. 
Yeah. I couldn't think of a country in South America. There mm-hmm. are so many. Brazil, <laughs> yeah. Argentina, Peru. I thought of the... I thought of those were in like Asia or something. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot South America existed. Oh man, yeah. you guys are embarrassing. Tough. Farley, Farley, actually, this is not not a bad showing for you. Yeah, to be you. honest. Thank you. Yeah. Portugal, probably people are cringing that I said that though. I I didn't mean on that question. That question right. was a bad showing for you. I'm yeah. just saying, <laughs> overall in 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 the uh, thing. Okay, so I played the wrong question. So now I will ask an algebra question. There was something wrong with my spreadsheet, but that's fine. Hi, Chris Sutt here from episode 88, The Math Show, with a very polite question for Chris. And the phrase, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally, what does the word excuse stand for? <laughs> Farley has an ulcer. This is algebra? <laughs> uh, uh. No, this is more like sixth grade math. <laughs> I learned this in fifth grade, and a little bit. Actually, of, yeah, fifth I, grade. I actually learned a little bit of this in fourth grade. <laughs> do, we, do I hear third grade? Anybody learn this in third grade? Uh, preschool. <laughs> can, can you repeat the question? In the phrase, "Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally," what does "excuse" stand for? All right, Farley, do you have a guess? My aunt. <laughs> It's with an E. It's exponents. PEMDAS. What'd you have? She didn't, well, she didn't have I didn't All have right, tell us what everything else stands for, Alice. Well, it's parentheses, exponents, multiplication, division, addition, then subtraction. But she shouldn't get the points because she didn't know it. She I know, ten, she ten know. points for Bella. Yeah. Can I get partial credit? No. My turn. I, I had no idea what your... I didn't know that was like <laughs> some sort of like stood for something i mean that's just not common knowledge it's an unfair question chris it is absolutely common <laughs> it is. i mean i'm, I'm upset that was with kind of like the easiest. how old are you 14 okay so 10 years later they're still teaching the same little mnemonic device all right, all right I, I chris if you came up with that question i still I'd, i learned protesting i learned please excuse my dear aunt sally i learned pemdas but i didn't like the words i got tripped that's up with the words science Hi, this is Satya Morty. You might remember me from such episodes as episode 100, The Super Pains. My question is, what are the three main subatomic particles that make up an atom? They're <laughs> <laughs> just getting more and more ridiculous. <laughs> the look of defeat uh, on his face. <laughs> subatomic particles that make up an atom? Who mm-hmm. knows this stuff? The two that are writing furiously. <laughs> I don't know what I'm guessing. Okay. All right, I have an answer. So have we? So far, Farley, what's your answer? Sorry, we've we've been done for so long. Oh, no. <laughs> We're now doing other science questions. Oh, three. Right? I had arch. <laughs> what? <laughs> what I was mean? like, I just thought that. You think this was an architecture question? Any no, now? I thought there was. What's some your sort favorite? Of s- what's your favorite way to hold up a door? An arch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> There was some sort of atom association with arch, so that's not correct. Mono's friend arch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, girls, what's the answer to the question? Neutron, neutron, electron, and proton. That's correct. Farley, how close were you to that? Like, do you know what those three things are now that they say it? Uh, I'm still on the other side of the country uh, in terms of closeness. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I mean, in Portugal. Yeah, it it resonates a little bit. Not much. All right, you have to hit the hundred point mark. What's our next question category? Literature. Literature. You guys have been like steering away from literature. Can we get a point check? Yes. 
Bella, you are in the lead at 142 points. Alice, not far behind at 112. Farley, yet to break 100 at 94 points. Hang in there at 94. I'm going to make a run here, though. Hi, this is Molly Huddle, and I was on Pace the Nation episode 29. Um, you may also know me as going to school at Notre Dame twice. <laughs> um, I have a literature question. What famous author is known for saying, Sometimes it's better to let them think you're a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. This one might not award any points based on the... Uh... Blank expressions. Ba- yeah, the body language in the room. All right, Farley, you got it? John Grisham. Bella? Lois Lowry. <laughs> no. I said Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, the correct answer is Mark Twain. Oh, who oh, we talk about a lot. That is really. I should have known that. Molly All right, huddle checking. Wow, it's pretty soft. It's pretty. How did we track? How did you track so, down Molly? So I also have to give credit to Julie, Julie Colley. Okay. All right, uh, Julie Colley tracked down some some people as well. Yeah, that's very cool. And I appreciate that. And and somehow she kept it a secret yeah. from you, which uh, should be concerning for you. <laughs> so let's just stay in the uh, literature. This is Anne Mazer Robb of Runners Love Yoga from episode 158. Who is Samuel Clemens? And name two things that he has written. Farley, while you're thinking, please talk into the mic. I know it has something to do with fishing in a pond. His book is like an old school book, guy fishing in a pond, boy fishing in a pond, something like that. Um, I want to say... It's not Peter Pan, but I can't. I mean, I know I'm all over. I can't think of it though. I, I literally am like my brain is dying. I think it's been dead for a long time. <laughs> I just died. All right, I, my answer is he's an author. I don't know what he's written though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, he said, "Who's Samuel yeah. Samuel Clemens?" Author. Girls. I said an author and a runner. Yeah, I know John Clemens is a runner. <laughs> Yeah, I do. See, I could I could go with runners. He ran for Navy back in the day, but yeah, okay. I don't think that you and Bella should be sharing a mic. <laughs> I got an author and a question mark and a question mark. I love a good nom de plume. Okay, so the last question, the answer was Mark Twain. Ugh. The answer to this question is also Mark Twain. Samuel Clemens is Mark Twain, and I was asking for two things that he's written. Now that you know that it's Mark Twain, anybody just want to shout out for zero points any Mark Twain novels? Nothing? Nothing from the whole room? I can't, I can't remember. Could have gone with one. Okay. Tom Sawyer, how the uh, bear I was trying to think of something that wasn't true. I was, I was trying to Tom say Sawyer. that he, like, I was going to get him confused with Gene Roddenberry I, I and say that he started Star Trek. I was but. close. <laughs> yeah. Guy fishing at the pond, Tom Sawyer. I thought you were actually thinking of uh, uh, Thoreau or Emerson or something like that. That's where I thought you were going. Does anyone want cantaloupe? (laughs) You want another snack, please? Cantaloupe. Can we get some cantaloupe in here, please? (laughs) All right, let's do. um, I'd be surprised if anybody's still here. (laughs) U.S. Let's do U.S. civics again. Hi, I'm Robbie Andrews, 2016 U.S. Olympian for 1500 meters. I was on Pace the Nation podcast, episode 113, and I have a trivia question for you. From USA Civics, which branch of government is the president of the United States in? Good luck. <laughs> All right, so I, I gotta, I mean, yeah, 
That's inc- another. I mean, we had Molly Huddle and then Robbie Andrews. Yeah. For you know Olympians that are looking to make the 2020 games. It's pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. I feel like our show is pretty awesome. Actually, listening to this, other than my answers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. I, I I was very worried that nobody was going to write back or that we weren't going to get any entries. And then it was like, we need more questions. We need more questions. So it's, wow. it's really humbling. It's awesome. It's very cool. Okay, so what's your answer? Judiciary. <laughs> <laughs> Executive. Executive. I mean, I thought at some point I'd get judiciary <laughs> would be an answer. You keep guessing. It can't hurt. It's not even a thing, right? <laughs> Judicial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Docs, you can run the board now. Tell, uh, l- let us know where where to go next. Okay, we'll do geography. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kate Grace, and I was on Pace the Nation episode sixty six. I didn't steal the giant inflatable duck in Clinton, New Jersey. Incredible. I have a geography question. Which country is not a part of the United Kingdom? England, Wales, Republic of Ireland, or Scotland? Kate Grace, 2016 Olympian. All right, I went with Wales. England. The Queen of England. I said Wales. Wow. Oh my God, y'all. The Republic of Ireland. There was a war over this. Norland. All of us got wrong. Yeah, it's the Republic of Ireland. It's the only one that had its own nation in the title. I still haven't broken 100. Man. Pick a category. Let's go with um, pop culture. Hey guys, this is Michael Wardian from episodes 81 and 166 and basically every marathon out there. What video game is best described as a cross between Minecraft and Left 4 Dead? Good luck. I think Michael Wardian currently or is done with running around uh, the Beltway right now, which is pretty insane. He's running around the he's beltway. He's running around the entire beltway. Like the side of the highway beltway? Right. No. So he's going to make Thank the. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's a 60 mile trek. Why I is he doing my that? Own life. I, don't know. I don't think he's going to run on the beltway, but I think he's going to run like roads close to it and then go all the way around. Yeah. May I guess two? You want to guess? You want two answers? Yes. You can write two things down, but put a star next to the one that's your official answer. Okay. Let's reveal. That's really well. It was the he was doing the entire um, dance. Yeah. So the answer is Fortnite. Series of dances, at least. I said Fortnite, but then I put some other stuff underneath, which wasn't a guess. <laughs> I just wrote Hi Yan Pew Pew. <laughs> I said Fortnite as well. Ten points all across the board. Everybody gets that. That means Farley has broken hundred. Yes. Give it up for Farley for breaking 100, finally. They did it about a half hour ago. It took you less time or to now. break three. <laughs> You're, right. You're probably <laughs> right. Good call. Category, please. Let's go with literature. This is JT Running DC, one of the Pace the Nation superfans from episode 100. What University of Virginia dropout later became a well-known author, writing such works as The Raven? All right, Farley, what you got? Hughley. Oh, God. <laughs> Bella? An author? <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe. Correct. Edgar Allan Poe is the correct answer. Ten points for Alice. Do I get partial credit? You no. get. Yeah, we're gonna give you zero zero points for that one. Can we get a score check? 
Once upon a midnight dreary, you were at 162 points. Alice, you are not far behind at 142. Farley, you have recently broken 100 and have reached the ripe old score of 104. Which category would you like? Dogs. This is Marathoner Jessica McGuire from episode 133. Who is Doc's celebrity crush? Hmm. Princess Leia. No. Selena Gomez. No. I said Selena Gomez as well. You guys both guessed Selena Gomez? Is it Camila Cabello? No. It's not correct. I'm going to know it when you say it. Katie Nolan. No. No, You didn't know it. No, I didn't. Okay. Next question. Hi, I'm Lake Braddock alumna Kate Murphy and was on episode 73 and 184. What state shares a border with South Dakota and Kansas? All right, my answer is North Dakota. I said North Dakota as well. I said Missouri. Nebraska. <laughs> this is Jessica Rose, a PTN superfan from episode 100. What is Earth's largest continent? Farley, are you looking at your phone? No, I'm not. I was, uh, I'm not, not cheating. Um, uh, the answer is Antarctica. Africa. Asia. Asia is the winner. Hi, I'm Chris Morgan. I was on Pace the Nation, episode 193, and my question is in the geography category. What country is Beirut in? That's awesome. Chris Morgan chiming in. (laughs) Sounds like he's in the kitchen. I know, seriously. I said Morocco. Incorrect. I said Africa. Not a country. I was going to write Argentina, but I also said South America. The correct answer, Lebanon. I was going is, for is South continent. America correct as well? No. Hi, I'm Olympian Julie Cully, director of track and field at Georgetown University and a guest on Pace the Nation episodes 20, 65, 72, and a not-so-small task of co-hosting episode 146. I'm also the wife of one of the permanent hosts. My geography question is an easy one for Chris because of his love for the beach. Name the five oceans. That was a shot at me. I uh, think it's a little bit unfair that, that your wife has given you a softball. Uh, Name the five oceans. I said Pacific, Atlantic, Arctic, Indian, and African. Eight points. Beller? Indian, Arctic, Atlantic, Southern Pacific. Ten points. Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, Arctic. Eight points. Southern. Man. Is that a new? Is that like a new ocean or something? Yeah, they just discovered it like three years ago. It's not fair. They didn't discover it when you were in school. Okay, here comes the next geography question. Hi, I'm Bob Kennedy, and I was on Pace the Nation episode sixty-eight. You obviously remember that I won a frying pan while racing in Sweden. Well, what I really want to know is what countries share a physical border with Sweden. I can only think of one: Switzerland. No. <laughs> I put down four. Okay. England, France, Denmark, and Italy. You put England, France, Denmark, and Italy. One of those is correct, Denmark. Yes. I said Denmark. That's also correct. So three points for each. Nor- Norway and Finland, the three fingers. Well, yeah, I remember that there were like the three up there. Yeah. But I couldn't remember what they were. Oh, okay. Well, now you do. Now I you'll call never them the three this. fingers. Mm-hmm. Never heard of that. Okay, guys, this one, I'm going to put a timer on because this is going to take a long time and you're going to hate this. Just giving you a heads up. 
I this was my question, sorry. Hi, this is the Marine Corps Marathon Marketing and Sponsorship Manager, Mark Goldman, guest on the highly ranked episode number 130. Here's the challenge. Name as many state capitals as possible. As many state capitals as possible, just write them down. I will give you and tell you stop writing. She knows like all the spells. I know, she's gonna get, oh, and these are one point per correct answer, sorry. So this is a 50 point question, potentially. I think we gotta uh, just, at this point, whatever you you got, got, you got. What do you got? I got Richmond, Virginia. How many people got Richmond? Albany, New York. I got Knoxville, Tennessee. That's not correct. Anchorage, Alaska. That's not correct. Honolulu, Hawaii. Champaign, Illinois. No. It's not right? No. Sacramento. I do know Sacramento, California. Uh, Austin, Texas. I got Athens, Georgia. How many people got Athens, Georgia? Athens, Georgia? It's Atlanta, Georgia. I know it is. (laughs) Okay, so... so, I'm sorry, I got Trenton, New Jersey. I did know Trenton. Trenton. Farley got six points. Bella, would you gotten all 50? Um, I bet if I had more time, I think I could have gotten at least 40. Okay. How many did you get? 17. 17 points? How many points did you get? I need you to check me. Okay, what do you need to check for? Uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Tallahassee's correct. Good. Juneau, Juneau, Alaska, Alaska, Denver, Colorado, Jackson, Mississippi, Jackson, Jennifer, New Mexico, you're good. And then Columbus. Columbus is correct. How many? Eight. Eight points. Congratulations, Pace the Nation, on your 200th episode. This is newlywed Mike Parks from episode 45. And before I head out to Hawaii for my honeymoon, I wanted to ask, how old do you have to be to register to vote? All right, I had 18. 18. 18. Zero points for anybody. You what need to be it? 17 years old to register as long as you're 18 on election day. <sighs> yeah. Trick question. Mike Parks. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alan Webb, and I was on Pace the Nation, episode 115. From U.S. Civics category, how old do you have to be to run for president? Now, before you answer that question, we have a bonus question, and I want to know who asked it better. Hey, friends, it's PTN superfan and crafter extraordinaire Caitlin Kay. I was on episode 100, and I've sent many tweets, usually roasting Farley about something. <laughs> My trivia question, how old do you have to be to run for president of the United States? All right. Uh, very good questions by Alan Webb and Caitlin Kay. Awesome. I feel like I got this one. You did get it correct. I said 35. I said 21. Nice work. Was it 25? It's 35 and 35. 10 points, 10 points. Hey, hey, this is Lisa Reeves, DJ and Pacers Events Race Director and guest on episodes 592, 139, and 191. Where is the United States money printed? We're not looking for a geographic location. Everybody's erasing their answer. All right. My answer is U.S. Department of Treasury. Mine was Washington, D.C. and in a building. Mine was the FCA. The Bureau of Engraving and Print and the U.S. Mint. Zero points. Never heard of that. Hey, this is Liam One Shoe Purdy from American University and episode 95. 
Which amendment grants D.C. three electoral votes? Liam Purdy. This is awesome. I mean, how do you find these guys? This is I – mean, he's graduated probably and – You know how I find these guys? Yeah. Charlie Bannon. I send one email. That's awesome. <laughs> well done, Charlie. All right. My answer is the Seventh Amendment. Oh, my goodness. Mine is the third. Oh, my goodness. I said the fifth. Guys, that's the Bill of Rights. This wasn't in the Bill of Rights. This is the 23rd Amendment. Okay, let's let's keep that in mind for the next question. This is Elise Brainer, Pacers Outreach Coordinator and Fun Run Leader. I was on episode 177. Which amendment repealed prohibition? I mean, I just ha- I have no chance at these. I don't even know what that is. Repealed prohibition? That means prohibition was when it was illegal to have alcohol, to to sell alcohol. And oh. then and then there was a, an amendment that put that in place, and then there was an amendment that repealed it, that, that took that away. So which amendment? Looking for another number, just like the last one. All right, I said... Well, not just like the last one. Right. I said the Second Amendment. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. Bill of Rights, 25. 25. I said 14th. It's the 21st Amendment. You guys need to... Far- Farley, you have a pocket constitution. I, I know. I obviously haven't used that much. This is Lake Braddock coach Mike Mangan from episode 61. What happened December 7th, 1941? Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. A war ended. (laughs) A war began. Pearl Harbor. 10 points, 10 points, 0 points. I mean... You guys got to be impressed. I knew that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling pretty. Uh, you see me puff my chest out a little bit. Yeah, ride that wave. Yeah. Ride that wave. Who's winning? We're at a near even game. Bella and Alice are one point off of each other. Wow. Who's winning? You are. Yeah. Or at least at one forty. I feel like I feel like if if Bella had been given more time on the state capitol, she would have a bigger lead. Hi, this is Tom Griffin. If you listen to episode 137, you know I've done my fair share of walking. That gives me lots of time to think, and I wonder this. What are Doc's goals in life as of today? Sounds like he's walking there. <laughs> Probably is. Uh, this is a good question. Good to hear Tom. Uh, it's great to hear everybody checking in. This is awesome. There's three answers, I believe. Run three miles consecutively. <laughs> Okay. Keep his house. <laughs> Was it a threat? <laughs> okay. Own a car, be awesome, and lose pounds. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell them why you say lose pounds. His goal was to lose 15, but he only has 26 pounds to lose. <laughs> no, it's, the goal is to lose 15 pounds, only 26 to go. And then after the fries, it's twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are your What are your goals? Uh, to be awesome and a pro soccer player. <laughs> well, I think that ship has sailed. But bo- both of them said to be awesome. <gasps> uh-huh. To run for to be president. There's one right there. Of course. And what else? Make Donald Trump not build a wall. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't get political. What about being on Survivor, guys? We talk about this all the time, oh, yeah. to be on Survivor. Not eat when he's on Survivor. Well, I won't eat when I'm on Survivor. That, then I'll lose my 26 pounds. 
So she got two correct. Anybody else get any of those life goals? What were her two? To be president. Right. And to lose weight. Actually, the, the answer was, was actually get fit again. So how many points do I get? We'll get six points. Six points. You can have six points for that. Okay. This is Alex Liggett, the running weatherman from ABC7 and episode 138. What kind of dog did docs have growing up? You get a bonus point if you name them. Ready. All right, I said a beagle. Zero points for Farley. I said Newt and white and fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> I said Nort and miniature poodle. Ah! 20 points for you. What is a Nort? Oh my gosh. It's, it's the name of the dog. Hey guys, this is Heather Stevens, and I was on episode 146 on Pace the Nation. According to William E. Docks, who is the greatest band to grace the earth? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Ten points for everybody. I'm race director, pilot, and apiarist Brian Danza from episodes 63, 114, and 162. What is the universal solvent? I don't even know what that question is referring to. Can I help him? Salt. I said water. Water. Ten points and ten points. It's water. That's a salute. you. Right? <laughs> that was close then. I mean. This is former intern Kelly from episodes 27 and 86. What's the difference between climate and weather? Climate is how the weather is generally. Weather is what it is now. I said weather is how hot or cold it feels, and then I didn't know what climate was. Well, I said climate is, like, what are, what's around us, so, like, over time, and then weather is what comes down, like, the rain. Weather reflects short-term conditions of the atmosphere, while climate is the average daily weather for an extended period of time at a certain location. Weather can change from minute to minute, hour to hour, day to day, and season to season, Climate is the average of how weather is over time and space. This is Chantilly alumni Brandon McGordy from episode 110. How many meters is a decimeter? I'm going to say 10. 10. I say one-tenth. One-tenth is correct. It'd be deca if it was 10. Correct. Well done. Hi, I'm Mike Smith from episode 21 of Pace the Nation. From the category of science, define density. It's our density. I think I should at least get five points for this. Well, we'll be the judge of that. I said it's how thick the molecules are in a space. How dense something is. <laughs> I said how much mass is in something. Mass per unit volume. Test awards and points. I'm going to uh, award Alice full points uh, based on colloquialism. Farley's going to get two points. Do I get any? No. <laughs> no points for you. Chris, this is uh, Mike Crozier from uh, Georgetown Pacers and, most importantly, episode 157 of Pace the Nation. i got a question for you, buddy. What number does Anthony Poindexter wear at UVA? I mean, this is just a layup. You guys are just going to have to throw a dart at it. I've got it. Quick number. Just guess a number. 32. 26. Three. Three is the correct answer. I just get so excited to hear who the next person is. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's so cool. Hey, Pace the Nation. This is Dr. Beck from Capital Rehab of Arlington, episode 58. My question is, 
how many women competed for the United States in artistic gymnastics in the 2016 Summer Olympic Games? I said three. Seven. Five. Five is correct. The final five. This is Michael Nestout from Sketcher's Performance and episode 52. Who is in a YouTube war with a company for subscribers? Hint, Mr. Beast loves this person. Is this two people? I think it's just one person. But this would actually be one that I would not have gotten as well. This is the second question I would have gotten wrong. I'm going to say YouTuber... Um, I don't know. Some popular YouTuber. I don't know. Probably. I said PewDiePie. That's correct. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Who'd you say, Bella? James Charles. Because I know that Tati ruined his. Yeah. All right. Next question. <laughs> I have no idea uh, what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Well, yeah, that's more recent. So, mm-hmm. like, it probably wouldn't have... Yeah, PewDiePie against T-Series. Yeah. Duh! This is Rick Nealis, race director for the Marine Corps Marathon. And guess on episode 74 and 171. What is the name of the newest royal baby whose parents are Prince Harry... And Meghan Markle. I love that Rick Neal is asking this question. It's so awesome. This is incredible. I want this. I want all these interview questions. This is amazing. Everybody chimed in. I um, have a. There's a. There's a feed for incredible, it. Incredible. Incredible. This would be another question I got wrong. I was in a pool for this and I got it wrong, um, but I thought my odds were good. You guessed. Tried to guess the name. Yeah. What was the guess of your name? Um, we were generally shooting for traditional names. Yeah, but what was your guess? Um, I thought Edward was had a strong possibility. Um, I also thought Arthur. We essentially went through <laughs> the British line. I said Charles. Okay. Hmm. Ryan. <laughs> I said Edward. <laughs> it's Archie Harrison. Archie Harrison is the answer. Wow. For everybody who got that right. I know they went for a unique name. This is Alan Ng from Shake Shack in episode 17. Who performed at the Super Bowl halftime show this year? I would have gotten this right if they asked who performed at the Super Bowl that the Eagles won. I'm going to say Katy Perry. Justin Timberlake. That was the Eagles Super Bowl. Uh, Adam Levine. Partial credit for that because the answer is Maroon 5 featuring Travis Scott and Big Boy. We'll go with five. Yeah. But... Katy Perry did do a recent Super Bowl, I believe. But With the like shark. Years ago, yeah. That was a That's long time ago. This is Simply Eves from episode 112 and the Surprise Tweets episode. What 2018 television reboot features five cast members named Jonathan, Karamo, Tan, Anthony, and Bobby? This is my favorite Netflix program. Does that help? Did that help anybody? It didn't help me. I, I had another guess. I'm just going to say I don't have a guess because I have no idea. Farley? I said Survivor, but I'm going to change to... It doesn't work like that. All right, Survivor. The Office? Queer Eye. This is The Four Courts' Dave Cahill from episode 96. Who is married to Justin Bieber? Mm-hmm. You guys saw Dave Cahill today. Dang. 
All right. Um, the answer I came up with was they've been saying it all night, Selena Gomez. Like Katie something. Her first name is Haley. It is Haley Baldwin. Yeah. Five points. Did he have something with Selena Gomez at some point? Yes. Okay. Hi, I'm Chris Lear, author of Running with the Buffaloes and a guest on Pace the Nation, episode number 37. Your question. This famous author wrote The Fault in Our Stars and also hosts a number of popular YouTube channels. All right, I don't have an answer. I said John someone. You say John. Can you finish that name? Does it start with an S? No. The last name? I said Lois Lowry. No. John Green. She's killing it in the lightning round. The lightning round. She definitely is. Jerry Alexander, coach of Pacers running GRC New Balance here. I was a guest on episode 56, and I have a question. Name three plays written by William Shakespeare. Any three plays written by William Shakespeare. Such protest in the room right now, I wish our our listeners could see it. William Shakespeare. None of his work is unknown. All the guy did was write hits. <laughs> Most overrated author in history. Oh my gosh. Do you have three? No. Do you have one? I know it's about witches. Bubble Bubble? No, like there are three witches. Yes. Yeah. Bubble Bubble. All right, we need some answers. Shroud's Web, question mark. God, Zero points. Um, Shakespeare in Love, Rapunzel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need some answers. Anything? Uh, no. Macbeth. Yes. Hamlet, Othello, yeah. Macbeth. Hamlet, oh, Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Juliet. Ah, Romeo and A Midsummer Night's Dream. Any of the Henrys. All of the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> based off Who of. Who did Rapunzel? <laughs> Disney. Oh. No, it was a, definitely a folktale before that. Oh. Disney did not invent Rapunzel. Next. Hi, I'm local runner and one-time attempted fill-in host Carrie Allen. I appeared on episode 99. My question is, where does the red fern grow? This is a literature question. There's someone in my class that did a a book report and she presented it and now I have no idea. No spoilers? This is a spoiler. Anybody who still wants to read the book, don't listen to the answer. Flash ahead 30 seconds. Read that. All right, I said the forest. No. A field. I didn't read the book. I don't okay. Know. Between Old Dan and Little Ann's graves. Is this common knowledge? Oh, if oh it, if my you gosh. read. I that. See, she knew it. She knew it. Hi, Chris Ut here from episode 88, The Math Show, with a question that requires zero math. You're welcome. What time period does the novel Johnny Tremaine take place? All right, Farley, what's your guess? My guess is medieval times. Old days. <laughs> 19th century. It is the 18th century. It was during the Revolutionary War. Hello, Chris Farley. This is Run Washington, senior editor, Dixon Mercer. You might also know me as a Pacers Father's Day model, (laughs) as well as from episode 38, the Marine Corps Marathon preview, as well as episode 117. By the way, I just finished a track workout with GRC and... I am out of my mind with fatigue. What 2016 remake of this 1984 movie starred Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig? I'm at a loss. Don't know. I feel like I should, um, I'd say Bridesmaid. Incorrect. 
I don't have a guess. I just don't know. Ghostbusters. Oh. Who do you call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> hey, this is Ryan Hogan, elite athlete coordinator for the Dick's Sporting Goods Pittsburgh Marathon and P3R events out in Pittsburgh. I was a guest on episode 155. My question for you is, what was the last movie you saw in theaters? I mean, we should all be able to get that. Okay. Um, Wait. What's the last movie that you saw in a movie theater? Personally? I took our buddy's kids, Raymond Whedon's kids, to Frozen. That was like three years ago. That was a long time ago, yeah. yeah. Probably even longer ago than that. Yep. Endgame, The Avengers. I went to Aladdin. Okay, ten points for everybody. Nice. I almost forgot, but... <laughs> I think his, I think his kids were probably. You five, almost didn't that was, get that. That was five years ago, at least. You almost didn't get that right. Yes, that's a tough one. What is up, Pace the Nation Nation? It's Chris McBratney from Run Nebraska and guest on episode 187. Nice. I've got a movie question for mm. PTN host and resident trivia buff Farley. Thank you. What cinematic feature film gave us the classic lines, "Yeehaw, Jester's dead." Negative Ghost Rider and Slider, you stink. Good luck. This is one of the movies I have seen, so hopefully I'm going to make up some ground here. Top Gun. Top Gun. Frozen. Top Gun is correct. Hi, this is Charlie Ban, editor of Run nice. Washington Magazine, and I was featured on episodes 12, 15, 128, 145. 165 and a half and 184. <laughs> this movie about true love also has a giant, revenge, miracles, rodents of unusual size, and of course, mallards. Okay, okay, that last that last thing gave it away. No, I like not guess. These questions are hard. <laughs> like like you're supposed to know these. I don't know these. I'm with you on most of these, but I can get this one. Like, I used to be in the lead by 40, this is and then like there's, the like, asking questions egg. from, like, 3,000 years ago. <laughs> I know. This is from way before you are born. Um, you're, doing, you're doing great. I was going to say Shrek, but I believe that's the Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Princess Bride is correct. I don't know why, why I, I knew the reference. The last thing he said, that gave it away. Doc's introduced me to that movie. Yeah, it seems like a Doc's favorite, probably. This is Ultra Rep Kyle Northrup from episodes 160 and 167. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Spoiler alert. This is a spoiler alert, so anybody who still wants to watch Roger Rabbit, don't listen to the answer. Do any of you guys know the answer to this? No. Doc? (laughs) No. I don't even know what that is. Okay, Judge Doom. It was Judge Doom all along. Yeah, these movie questions are tough. Okay, well then let's get to algebra. Woohoo! Joanna Russo, Tess Strike, William Dox, and my man Chris Farley. Wow. This is Wilson Horrell from the Lift Heavy Run Long podcast and Pace the Nation, episode number 77. I have a math question for you, Mr. Farley, so follow closely. Let's say Farley goes to the casino with $100 <laughs> to play roulette and places 10 consecutive bets on red, always betting all of his chips each time. And somehow, let's say he miraculously wins every roll of the wheel. He still will not walk out with as much money as I did playing the quarter slots. <laughs> in the fraction two-thirds, 
which number is the numerator. Best of luck to you, Farley, and congratulations to all of you on 200 episodes. That's fantastic. Keep them coming. That's, that, Wilson is awesome. we got to get him back on the program soon. All right, so that whole first part of it was just <laughs> – it was a red herring for what the actual question is. The question is two-thirds. What's the, the question? In the fraction two-thirds, which number is the numerator? Okay. That's a hilarious. I, I would go to the roulette table and try to play red every single time. I wouldn't put $100 each time, though. I'd be totally no, honest with you. because if you won, you would put even more. You would put all your winnings on top of that. Um, and the chance of it hitting red 10 times in a row are yeah. very small. Yeah. All right. All right. My answer is three. Two. I said the top two. The answer is two. Yeah, 50-50 chance, Farley. Denominator, denominator down, numerator up. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's hard to keep track of the so score. Cool to, I just, I, it's so cool to hear, hear everybody. I'm like getting choked up. It's amazing. It is amazing. This is Tammy White from TW Training and Wellness in episode 140. What is the perimeter of a circle called? All right. Uh, mine answers circumference. 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 Ten points all around. Hey, this is Vincent Kamani. Defending DCXC sophomore champ from Woodrow Wilson High School and guest on episode 175. How many years are in four score and seven years ago? I say three. One. 87. 10 points for Farley. Score is 20 years. This is Heather Jeff from Pacers in episode 44. Name one of the two U.S. states that border the most states. I'm going to say Tennessee. I said Rhode Island and Delaware. California and Texas. Missouri or Tennessee? Yes. All right. Making a run at you guys. Look out. This is Patriot High School's Rachel MacArthur from episode 110. Which river forms the boundary between the United States and Mexico? Sorry, Miss Neville. <laughs> the Gulf of Mexico? That is not a river. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a gulf. Okay. I didn't know. Uh, Gulf Mexico makes most. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> the Rio Grande. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, I was gonna say uh, that. I love but that as a that restaurant. Go, doesn't that go like all the way? Did up? you say that sounds like a restaurant? I love it as a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like messed up your table. Hi, this is Sam Attard from Happy Healthy Human in episode thirty. Wow. Which country's official languages include English, Zulu, and Afrikaans? I'm going to jump in Chad. You're guessing Chad. What's your guess? (laughs) (laughs) No guess. What's your guess? I'm going to say Kenya. The question is South Africa. No points. The question is? This is Barkley Marathon's finisher John Kelly from episode 102. Outside of Antarctica and the Arctic, what is the biggest dessert in the world? (gasps) I think it's probably supposed to be desert. But it's spelled <laughs> dessert here, and um, I would actually be much more interested in that answer. So is it desert? It, what's the biggest <laughs> dessert in the world? The question is, what's the biggest desert in the world? That's, That's the really question funny. we're looking for the answer. That's funny. Uh, however, well done, John. However, uh, I will accept five points if you give a dessert answer. Okay. Answers, please. Sahara Desert? That's correct. Sahara, and then I said brownies. 
You didn't even write down Sahara. No, because I. It's all right. She's. I was just thinking. What if I was just? We're just kind of like at the point where we're just going. What do you? What do you have? I'm gonna be honest. What do you have? I thought of cake. Cake seems pretty good. I mean, there's a lot of big uh, wedding. It's a big cake. Five points for the big cake. Yeah. This is Boston Marathon streaker Ben Beach, guest on episode 104. Which four U.S. presidents appear on Mount Rushmore? This one's a good one. Um, all right, I got Jefferson, Lincoln, Washington, and Ben Franklin. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Ben Franklin's not a president. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, three out of four. Jeez. I got three out of four. I said George Washington... Jefferson and Lincoln. Okay, everybody gets five those. points on that. You guys, everybody forgets Teddy Roosevelt. Ah, so we all got the same one. Is he ones. the one with the mon- molecule? Molecule. Monocle. Hi, this is Adina Crawford from Black Girls Run wow. and episode 135. The idea of self-government is in the first three words of the Constitution. What are those three words? Now, my favorite thing about this is we sent her this question, and the, the recording that came back, she answered the question. It's awesome. She didn't ask the question. She answered it, and she got it right. That's awesome. And it took three lessons for me to realize that she was answering the questions. I was so confused. It was so late at night. Adina, this is, this is amazing. This is really amazing. All right. The answer is we the people. We the people. We the people. Ten points all around. And we all know that because, of course. We the people. Well, we know it because of the pizza joint, We the Pizza. Right? I think we've talked about that in the past. ensure domestic tranquility. Wow. Keep going, I just know the We the Pizza. That's in Crystal City. How many of the words did you know? All of them? We the people <laughs> of the United the States in order to form right. a more perfect perfect unit. Now they're just showing off. Where's this you stuff win. about the pizza sauce? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> we the people of the United States in order okay. to form a great pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mark Sullivan, guest on wow. Pace the Nation episode 132. I have a U.S. civics question. Who is the second person in the order of presidential secession after the vice president? Who? What? So if something happens to the president and something happens to the vice president, who becomes the president? I said it's the State Department head. I don't know. It's like the head of some judicial something. I would have thought that was his guess, the (laughs) judicial. Yeah, I know, I know. Bella, do you have an answer? The third backup. (laughs) I like your answer the best. It's pretty accurate. Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House. Ah, Speaker of the House. Is that something to do with judicial? No. Zero points. The Speaker of the House of Representatives. I think I should get two points. In the legislative branch. Okay, here's another who asked it better. Hi, this is Bethany Sacklebin from episode 183, and my question is, how many members are in the U.S. House of Representatives? Mm. This is 2018 NCAA 5K champion Sean McGordy from episode 159. How many members are in the U.S. House of Representatives? First. Wow, that's awesome. Both those guys checking in. Um, I said 144. 30 or 50? 
Oh, you did write 435. You just tricked us yeah. with the audio. Mm. Tough. I'm losing. Well, you're like 10. <laughs> I'm 40-something. This is Dick Beardsley. I appeared on episode number 189. Who wrote the U.S. National Anthem? Who wrote the Star-Spangled Banner? Mm-hmm. Ah, it's July 4th coming up. We really should know this. Mm-hmm. Well, this is timely, very timely. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Alice? <laughs> yeah, that's Alice. Yes. It's a guy. Oh, it's a guy. Okay. <laughs> okay, who is it? Uh, I don't know, but I know it was originally a poem a soldier wrote. Okay. Ella? I said it started with a B. <laughs> you guys are really going for the, the partial credit. Francis Scott Key? Ah, wasn't a woman. I was thinking that. Does that mm-hmm. count? Okay, no. we'll give you 40, 40 points for thinking. No, no way. <laughs> just kidding, guys. I wasn't thinking it. This is Katie Kellner from Forward Focus Running in episode 188. Who is currently the youngest member of the U.S. House of Representatives? You can say the full name or the nickname. I have no idea. A you woman. Should get, you should get credit for that. Because that is correct. You don't have any idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ten points correct, for that. Correct, correct statement. Bella? A woman. Alice. Starts with a K. No, AOC. Alexandria Acacia Cortez. I was actually about to put a man, and then Alex said, I know she, and I was like, nope. <laughs> okay, next question. Hi, this is Mary Gersamalina from way back in episode 21. Wow. Who is the first person to walk on the moon? All right, I'm going to say Neil Armstrong. Oh my gosh, I'm smart. Points. Alice got that as well. Guys, if we could just see a visual. You want to go to the moon for this one? No, of what this score sheet looks like. This is what the score looks like. I'd love to add it up, uh, but... It's well, because well, I'm doing it. It's going to take too yeah, long well, for me to figure that out, because I was dumb and made everything worth ten points, <laughs> and everything is a tick mark. Yeah. This is 1996 Olympic steeplechaser Mark Davis. Which U.S. inventor holds over 1,000 patents and has a light bulb that bears his name? I feel like I want to thank everybody who's chimed in and taken the time to ask the questions. I'm going to officially do that right now because I'm not going to personally reach out to everybody. But that's uh, – I can't say how awesome it is. Everybody's – I know. And, uh, I'm glad that you finally get to hear this, this because so I've, cool. this I've been a lot of work, so excited man. for the is, last this two is, weeks. This is, so, this is so well done. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say uh, – Totally missed the mark on how long it would take well, to record this. Yeah, it's all this. good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Excellent. Right. Everybody, yeah, everybody gets points. Gets, yep. I actually didn't know that until this person um, said a light bulb. Yeah, that was the. And if you listen to the show, the Edison bulbs are. Well, we've ta- we have other things that if you listen to the show, you should get, but right. you didn't get I any didn't, of that's those. True. That's this true. is the first one you got. Yeah. This is WTOP's Dave Dildine from episode 180. Which U.S. inventor was known as the Wizard of Menlo Park? You should see these guys' eyes listening to his. That is a real radio professional right there. I'll tell you, Mark um, from Marine Corps also is pretty darn good. Well, you know what? Mark Davis, who just w- who was on, those guys are real pros. Uh, Dave, though, obviously does this for a living. 
I have no idea. Can I say that, that I, I believe Dave Dildine sent in uh, multiple options for us? Wow. What was the Like question? a real professional. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, we were just too blown away I by, know, his, by the voice. Reading. I know. Which U.S. inventor was known as the Wizard of Menlo Park? People listening at home are saying, I got this, I know this, I mm-hmm. know, screaming at their mm-hmm. iPhone. I have no idea. Okay, well, that's another 10 points for you because you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ben Franklin. That's a good guess. He was an inventor, not a president. I said Bren, Ben Frank. Ben Frank? <laughs> Meaning Benjamin Franklin. I just didn't Well, the problem with it. doing all of these in order, the answer is also Thomas Edison. Ah, rats. Yeah. Hi, this is Ultra founder Golden Harper from The Running Event and episode 153. Your question is, which two men explored the Louisiana Territory? How did you get gold? I mean, this is unbelievable. Uh, easy money. <laughs> it's, an, it's an easy one? No, she said, she easy, said money. easy money. <laughs> easy money? Okay, then I should know this. Yes. All right, think of Think of the Louisiana Purchase. Don't, don't, don't uh, give yeah, him yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. All right, He's so beating you. Yeah, so it's, it's not like I'm Lewis away. and Clark. Lewis and Clark. Lewis and Clark. Lewis and Clark. Points all around. Right. You guys just gave him. Thank you. You just gave him Thank points. You. I didn't do it. It's anything. not like I was going to win. I don't know. This is Jesse Williams from Sound Running in episode 190. What state had a land rush with both boomers and sooners? Hi. Not yet. I got mine. Got yours, Bella. Less than 10 questions to go. What's your answer? California. Missouri. Oklahoma. Oklahoma for the win. Yeah, Oklahoma, they said, you know, oh. it's basically the Sooner was the one. You only know that because yeah, of college of tra- football. Yeah, exactly. That's not really cool. Yeah. Sooners are the people that traveled, right? I know they're Oklahoma's mascot. That's all I know. <laughs> football players. Yeah. Hi, this is Grace Foster from episode 103. Which three cities have served as the capital of the United States since 1789. All right, I got three answers. I got Uno. What do you, what do you got? Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. is correct. That's the current. I have two. D.C. and Richmond. Never Richmond. Uh, I actually had Richmond as well. I had D.C., Philadelphia, and Richmond. And New York. So Philadelphia oh, and D.C.? This is Outside Magazine's Alex Hutchinson from episode 122. What naturalist is credited for his theory of evolution by natural selection? Oh my gosh. Miss Johnston. I feel like I can catch up here. I know Farley's, Farley's killing it. I feel like they're getting tired and I can outlast I, them. Th- yes. I, I, I think that's my, to my That advantage. definitely has really <laughs> hurt Bella. <laughs> Yeah, Bella. Bella is uh, was done with this forty-seven no, questions no, no, ago. No. All right, go ahead, Alice. I started with uh, Gregor Mendel, but then changed to Charles Darwin. Darwin. Yeah. I Darwin. Charles Darwin is the correct answer. I didn't have anything. What is the basic unit of life? This is a question. This is a Heather Hanscom question. 
Uh, she actually just had a baby last week. Yeah. And every time I ask her to, to do this, she's like, oh, my God, I haven't slept. I, right. I, I, Couldn't I, do I'll it. do it. I'll do it. Right. But then she, like, keeps forgetting. So congratulations. Yes, to Heather Hanscom. Uh, to Heather Hanscom for uh, winning the Marine Corps Marathon and then more <laughs> recently having a baby. Baby girl. Baby girl. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I told her that if I knew that she – like, I, I wrote her and she's like, oh, we just got home from the hospital. So if I had known that, I probably yeah, wouldn't so have bothered her about this silly little game show. But congratulations on the baby, but also the Marine Corps murder. Okay, what is the basic, basic unit, unit of life? life? Cells. Correct. I thought it was water. No, that's the universal solvent. I was, I was, say, I was going to say years. So I, I, I was, I wasn't tracking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good question for Heather, though. Yeah. This is PTN superfan Daniel Ginsberg from episode 100. Congratulations on 200 episodes. Keep it going. Here's a question. Planet Earth is the blank planet from the sun. Looking for a number here. Farley. Fifth. The third. <laughs> third. <laughs> Shoot. What's the, what are the other two that are... Venus and, Venus and Mercury. Mercury. Wow. Farley, let it slip away on that I know, question. I know. I, I my very eager something. Like some sort of acronym my there. My right. ver- very eager mother just served me or us not notches. This is CNN's Tom Foreman, author of My Year of Running Dangerously, and guest on episode fifty-seven. In which galaxy can you find the Earth, the Moon, and the Sun? This guy's like, I mean, he knocked it out of the park. That's awesome. He also he submitted he's, two two entries. Yeah, he's he. This guy's a celebrity. The fact that he's <laughs> chiming in is just so incredible. Yeah. Great guy, Tom. Yeah, uh, Tom's the best. I was enamored by him uh, in his question. I mm-hmm. couldn't even concentrate mm-hmm. on his question. What it was, was the question? siren song? It was yeah. a siren song. You yeah, have yeah, just yeah, crashed yeah. into the cliff. Yeah, exactly. In uh, which galaxy can you find the Earth, the Moon, and the Sun? Or This is CNN's Tom Foreman, author of My Year of Running Dangerously, and guest on episode 57. In which galaxy can you find the Earth, the Moon, and the Sun? I don't know why I tried to do that. I should have just replayed it. Yeah, exactly. He's way better at you. Yeah, he was anything. At at that, at anything I tried to do in my life. The circus, everything. Yeah. Um, What galaxy? Can I go? Yeah. Milky Way. Milky Way. Farley, did you know? No, I didn't know that. No. I did want to, uh, you guys, I do want to get Farley's guesses on these things because yeah, I love yeah. it when he says judiciary. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's my standard. Okay. What are the three basic states of matter? I, I have no idea. Okay. I'll guess my three. Air, water, and sun. Liquid, gas, solid. There it is. Oh, points. my gosh. Mm. Can I go to bed? I was I was questions. I was talking trash. I thought I had you guys. Hi, my name is Maggie Smith and I was the guest on Pace the Nation episode 24. And I have a military history question for you. Who was the commanding officer for the Allied forces during the invasion of Normandy? I mean, these are just so outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> I have no idea. He became president. George Washington? Was George Washington around during the Allied invasion of Normandy? I have no idea when that was. So. 
That yeah. is World War Two. I said Grant. Okay, the answer is Dwight D. Eisenhower. Oh. <gasps> I know who that is. Good. This is the non-NBA veteran Kevin McHale from ASICS. Kaishai class of 2006 and episode 22 Pace the Nation guest. Much like a free space in bingo, say something nice about docs. Ooh, I like this one. <laughs> All right, pretty funny there, huh? If I had to say something nice about docs. Um, is there a burden here? Let's see. I would say he worked very hard. I mean, maybe the hardest I've ever seen him work on anything I've seen in the 25 years that I've known him, uh, the hardest I've seen him work in this those 25 years on this episode 200. That, that seems like really a backhanded compliment. I don't think we're going to award points for that. Girls, let's see what you wrote. Oh, the same thing. Bella, what'd you guys write? He is funny. Correct. This is Bailey. And this is Hayden from episode 109. What do the stripes on the modern-day version of the U.S. flag represent? All right, great question from Bailey and Hayden. The stripes represent, and I believe there's 13 of them, the stripes represent the 13 original states in the United States. Ugh, so close. Bella, what's the real answer? The 13 original colonies. Ding, ding. Hi, I'm Ashley Higginson, and I was on Pace the Nation, episode 54. I have a basic algebra question. What is an element, feature, or factor that is liable to vary or change, oftentimes represented by a letter that represents a number? All right, I don't know how basic that question is, but I believe, like you're talking about the X or Y or Z variable, so my answer is variable. Girls? Variable. Hi, my name is Josette Norris. I'm a guest on episode 197, and my question is a math-related question. What type of angle is less than 90 degrees? All right, Josette, let's see. I know that... There's a bird. 90-degree angle is a right angle, and I'm pretty sure... We're not going to talk about the bird? The others are obtuse or acute. We're just going to pretend like there's not a bird here. I say, I'm going to say obtuse. Acute angle. My math teacher actually taught me that. Acute, small, cute, small, and obtuse is greater than 90 just because obtuse, big. Is this is Annandale and Georgetown alumnus Ahmed Billa from episode 106. What do you call the genre of music made famous by bands from Korea, such as BTS? I'm shocked you guys aren't writing this down. Right, I thought you would yeah. get this. All right, you guys don't I have know. a guess. What's your guess? Korean pop. Yeah, K-pop. Mm-hmm. Who knew that? No, K-pop. No, no. Show of hands. Okay, here is your last question of the day. Uh, whoever gets this right wins the game. This is worth as many points as the game winner. Just kidding. It's worth the same as everything else. But you want to make it exciting for the last question. Woo! Hello, this is Keith Kelly. Wow. NCAA cross-country champion back in 2000. I was on Pace the Nation episode 170 and also featured in a running event episode of Pace the Nation. Question. What classic children's novel features a pig named Wilbur? <laughs> 
So I'm not even gonna write it down. I know it. I know it. I know it. Funny thing about Keith, Keith Kelly, he said that he could do this all day long. So uh, next time we do this, let's just get Keith <laughs> Kelly and Tom Foreman to ask questions back and forth. I like Dave Dilbine. Dave too. Dilbine I mean, can, I, can play there's, too. Yeah, there's yeah. A, Actually, everybody there's did a great few, job. Everybody yeah, did a great no, job. No doubt, but those yeah. those guys. All right, I think everybody knows this one's Charlotte's Charlotte Web. Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web. Okay, so we sent the scores out to uh, NASA, and we got the results back, so we know the final score. Um, Drum roll, please. All right, here we go. Our third-place finisher with 418 points, Bella. <laughs> Bella had the, the early lead, but uh, she did. The, the bear jumped on her back. We're up past her bedtime. Now, I don't know how long you edited it down to, Docs, mm-hmm. but I truly believe she would have been a contender to win it all yes. had it not been so long. Yes, um, exactly. You know, in, in real time, this was almost four hours. So, <laughs> yeah, well done. All right, so good, third place. Good job, Bella. Bella. So, the second place o- finisher. Also, just, just another point, Bella's score would have been way higher if we had given you guys enough time to write out the uh, state capitals. That's true. I do believe she's got a song for it and can get all 50. So, <laughs> uh, so we kind of, you know, hosed yeah. her out of a few points there. Okay. Between first place and second place, there was a gap. The score was 709 to 521. I would have thought it was closer until these results came back from NASA. Farley, do you want to take a gander? Who won the game? I'm hoping I did. I was on a roll there late. You did great late. And I believe I beat Alice. Joanna, do you want to take a guess? Joanna E. Russo, who who came all the way down for episode 200, even though we thought she wrote us off. Right. No, I think Farley got second. Ugh. Farley did get second place. Oh. Alice is the big winner. Alice. With 709 points. Congratulations. Congratulations. You now own Pacers Clarendon. <laughs> uh, any words? Rent is due tomorrow. Yeah. Any words? I don't have enough money. <laughs> You never Congratulations, know. You never Alice. Know. Congrats. Uh, Bella, awesome. Alice, thank you so yeah, much you for, amazing. for, for Great coming job. up here. You are rock stars as usual. And thanks to uh, your dad, too, for, yeah. uh, for uh, hanging in there and, and, and be- being in the green room the entire time as well. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And, and thank you to uh, – there's a lot of thank yous that need to go out. Yeah. Uh, but for everybody who is waiting in the green room, green room, thank you, intern Joanna, for bringing 200 snacks, of which we saw about three or four. Yeah. Uh, and and our green room enjoyed that. Charlie was great uh, reaching out to people. Maggie B uh, and intern Joanna for helping writing questions. Um, Julie, your wife Julie Cully. Yeah. I didn't want to say this earlier, but Julie Cully also reached out to people. I didn't want to tell like this much stuff uh, with the thank yous early on because I didn't want to spoil anything. But this was was definitely very excited about this episode two hundred. Uh, and and thank everybody for writing in. No question. Joanna E. Russo, thank you for driving all the way down here yeah. and then not talking on the podcast. Yeah. That was awesome of you. Well, she didn't talk much when she was on the show either, <laughs> yeah. so it makes sense. True to form, yeah. true to form. Uh, yeah, so I, I uh, just listening to all the, the, the former uh, guests and everybody who took time, I was talking about the entire show, who took time to chime in. Um, I'm humbled and thankful, and I just think uh, in the moments, uh, all the moments of PTN, this was the coolest moment for me to hear everybody uh, chime in and ask questions. And um, I guess, you know, 
I can be happy that I didn't lose. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's ten cool. years old, but <laughs> I didn't lose. Yeah, eleven. Sorry. I don't know if I also want to say like, and, and maybe I'll just make a note of this on the on the recording. But there were a few people that we didn't reach out to, and if they if they, I seriously doubt that they listened. But if there's a few people that that actually we couldn't get contact info for a few people, so uh, it we tried to get everybody, yeah. but this was just a monumental task. Trying to do this without Chris Farley, who has everybody's contact, was <laughs> the, was like one of the most difficult. I'm things. the one who reaches out to everybody, which so is it was pretty, why I can't yeah. believe Charlie was able to get all these people. It's, it's amazing. All right, thank you very much. Oh, it wasn't recording. We have to do this again. All right, so we are here with the original. Pace the Nation crew. We got Wayme Docs and Joanna E. Russo. Um, Joanna, surprised and happy to see you. How you doing? Good. I have a new pet peeve. You do? Yeah. Well, is it show related? No. <laughs> <laughs> is it about about what we're doing? Uh, uh, no. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of show related because I do listen to Pace Nation a lot when I'm driving. My new pet peeve is people who do not use cruise control. Okay. And when you're on the highway, they're doing uh, 80 and then all of a sudden they're doing 65. I just I use cruise control and it really annoys me that people do not. All right. So that's my new pet I'm peeve. not a cruise control guy, so. Yeah, and he's also yeah. like, his his speed varies based on yeah. like the text messages that he's reading <laughs> while he's driving on the highway. I, I'm not a cruise control guy. I am a long shorts guy, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't mentioned that recently, but seeing Joanna reminds me of that. Um, so just how's... Uh, New Balance has got to be great, um, and we wouldn't say otherwise because we got in trouble <laughs> in the past about that. Just kidding, kidding, <laughs> kidding, kidding. Uh, but how's upstate New York? Um, it's good. You know, right now there's about 60% humidity, and in the mornings oh, it's maybe 60 degrees. All right, um, wow. Yeah, so the weather is good. New Balance is also good. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, I'm kidding. Of course it's awesome. You're doing a great job up there. How's my dog? Luigi is Luigi <laughs> is Mrs. Docs, I'm sure. And he he'll be spending a week or two weeks with Docs later this Two summer. weeks. Wow. Oh, That's like a week and a half. Didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What'd you sign up for? Uh, uh Luigi's good though. He he really Oh my goodness. Luigi actually just killed a groundhog. Ooh, wow. Really? Yeah. I was surprised myself and he was very calm he afterwards seem like too. A fierce dog. Yeah. <laughs> so now I give him like whatever he wants, you know? <laughs> <laughs> whatever he wants he can have. Um so it's way past your bedtime is this yeah. something new for you or um no well maybe i, I mean she would have turned into a pumpkin <laughs> docs yeah. remember remember yeah. when we were trying to record episodes this late yeah my schedule has definitely changed a lot yeah. i do not get up at 5 a.m anymore okay. um i'm usually not awake until like seven these days which kind of bums me out but my nights get a lot later just because of work just because that's yeah. the way the flow of work goes so yeah. that's how it is um so you do listen to PTN. I'd be disappointed if you didn't because you do have a lot of time driving because your yeah. territory is huge, right? Um, it's like a, it's not that big, actually. Okay. I have New York except for the city and then the eastern half of Pennsylvania. Okay. That right. is big. It seems big. It seems like a lot of driving. Um, 
your parents must be really disappointed that they can't listen to Pace the Nation. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they still could. They, they could, yeah. No, they choose not to, which mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I mean, no offense. I'm not offended. Um, you can say whatever you want about bit. them. They yeah. don't listen. I mean, just I'm a, maybe a little bit offended because they were like yeah. the super original fans. super fans. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm sure they don't listen anymore. But Well, to be fair, they were the original super fans of yeah. Joanne E. Russo. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen a lot less uh, from your dad on like Twitter. Twitter, less yeah. less Edison Bulbs. The show has really sort of evolved. I mentioned long shorts, and there was a couple Edison Bulb uh, references on episode two hundred. Yeah. Episode two hundred. You know, for better or for worse, we don't talk about a lot of those things anymore. Um, maybe we should bring some of those back. Um, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> do, you, I guess do you feel like the show has matured past those topics? Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I don't know. Maybe it's... Matured, no. No, definitely <laughs> not matured. matured. But, I, you know, I, I think maybe since we've sort of found our stride that we don't have to go back on the crutch of those things. Well, Edison Bulb was our crutch? <laughs> yeah, Edison Bulb. I just like Edison Bulbs. I, I, I don't know. Um, I will say that the switch from being a host to being a listener, um, I was surprised. People used to you know, tweet in the show and say things about sound quality yeah. or make comments right. about things Farley did or didn't know on the show. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like, what do these people have like no lives? They're always like tweeting the show. <laughs> and now I'm one of those people where I feel like every time I listen to a show, I like text you guys like yeah. 10 things from yeah. the show yeah. yeah well we appreciate that uh the, did she the, just say that our listeners don't have lives <laughs> no that's not what i meant i just <laughs> no i didn't, I, I did not say that maybe because maybe I was, that's why i'm still on the show and mm-hmm. we kicked you off <laughs> yeah we kicked her off right um all right well do you miss uh dc i miss dc a lot yeah. It, yeah. it was it's it's still hard to leave. Um, I mean, New Balance is a great company, and obviously, yeah. I wanted to work for them for a really long time. And being now on the inside, it is really incredible. And there's days like I I honestly feel like the New Balance sales team is like this elite task force. Like mm-hmm. in the industry, I just feel like we're we're the best. And yeah. I I really respect all the people I work with. There's days that I'm like I can't believe I carry around the same bag as all these people. It's cool. Um, but definitely leaving DC where my home is and all the people that made it home uh, has been really tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm sure you found new friends and new running groups up well. in. No, no new <laughs> <laughs> running groups, maybe? At least. Uh, maybe like slowly but surely. Yeah. yeah. I'm like kind of working on friends. I like yeah. meet people and I'll like tell Chris, I'll be like, oh, this is like going to be my new friend. Right. But maybe I like come on a little too strong. Yeah. You're too excited. I'm to, too excited. Yeah. <laughs> Will you be my friend? Yeah. That's. It's kind of, I mean, that's kind gotta of off-putting cool. a little gotta bit. Play yeah, cool. play it cool, yeah. Because Actually, don't it, take advice from me on meeting new people. <laughs> he doesn't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. No, we actually, we have we have the same friends, so we really can't speak on meeting new people. Yeah. So, yeah, we can't give you It's advice. hard when you're an adult. Yeah. And it's hard in, in D.C. There's a lot of people that move here, and they're really open to making new friends. And not that people in upstate New York or in Syracuse aren't, they're just, um, they're like from there. They grew up there and they moved back. So they kind of already have their friends and they're they're not seeking out new people. Right. Um, Do you miss the show? I mean, the show was, let's be honest, when you were on the show, I mean, the juggling of your schedule and the times you had to show up, I mean, it was kind of a logistical pain 
that we had to, had to make happen. <laughs> was every it a burden off of your shoulders? I mean, I, how many Uber drives? Uh, yeah. I mean, you actually finally got your brother's car. That brother's car is my long gone. my sister in law's car. Yeah, I, no, it yeah. didn't pass New York yeah. State inspection. Yeah. So. they yeah. sold you a lemon. <laughs> yeah. they, they definitely sold not. you a lemon. Listen to episode uh, somewhere in the yeah. '60s. You can hear about that. Yeah. Um, but do you, despite all that, do you miss the show? I I actually really like being busy. So the more things I have on my schedule, the happier I am. So yeah. I liked, uh, I like order in my life. I like organized chaos. And the, the podcast was like my organized chaos because yeah. it was something that I didn't really control at all. <laughs> right, right. You, just, you showed up, you brought energy and um, yeah, you were re- uh, good. I mean, you know, we were lucky. We are lucky that Tess has filled your seat very, very well, but um I know that there's folks who still uh, miss miss you miss you like on the show. Peter and Suzanne. <laughs> well, no, there's others they, too. They miss it completely. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. But uh, so we had a lot of good guests in the podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Docs and I ever would have become friends had yeah. it not been for the podcast. Well, Luke. you can't make friends. <laughs> I can't make friends. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so I, I think you're good at it. So is there any? thoughts of You're trying to make a competition up in yeah um, maybe i mean I, I i wouldn't mind another uh well, show to listen to the then we ru- can have like podcast wars yeah. the rumor is that new balance does have a podcast hosted by I've keith heard this kelly rumor forever yeah. i've been yeah. hearing it a lot too so yeah. keith yes. let's do it yeah seriously but you know, Keith Kelly never calls me about helping out. <laughs> I know, because actually, to get the podcast going, let's be honest, yeah. we need this guy uh, to do, to do it. Uh, all right, well, that would be all, I would that would be awesome if you were. Um, you should get back in the in the industry in the podcast <laughs> game. Podcast I, I really game. think yeah. I, I think you should. Um, I, I would definitely listen. Um, so you listen to our show. Any other? Uh, shows that uh, you listen to while you're driving around now that you have all this time driving around um i listen to a lot of the same podcasts that i listened to before so wait radio- wait something i do listen to wait wait don't tell <laughs> yeah, me yeah, <laughs> wait yeah. wait something yeah yeah, yeah. uh radio lab radio reply lab. all yeah, yeah. um okay. i listen to through line um the daily up first i do wish this list was smaller don't yeah you sam harris like, we were i just list. am guessing she's got like, a oh, lot wow, of- she's still listening to <laughs> it. it's like well we're one of 27 i, I guess she's got a lot of time driving around there I, yeah, I do have a lot of time driving around, and but I mostly listen to podcasts when I'm driving. So. All right. Um, so my qu- list of questions will be done after this one. Uh, how's your running? Oof. Um, really bad. Not so good. I, when I had foot surgery, uh, you had foot surgery when you were on the show here. So that I did. Was, yeah. So it's been a year. Yeah. Um, right. And it was hard to come back from that. Um, and then right when I was like cleared through physical therapy to start running again is when I moved and my schedule was just kind of crazy and the adjustment to driving all the time and not really knowing what I was doing. Um, I really didn't run for a really long time. And it's really hard when you take time off as an older person to <laughs> come back. <laughs> Tell me about yeah. it. Um, but I'm, I'm actually uh, in a run streak right now because I nice. decided the only way that I would uh, actually get back to routine is to make myself run every day. So it's been, uh, I think, 17 days now. Nice. Yeah. Um, did you, speaking of run streaks, did you run the Boston Marathon 5K? I did. Nice. Okay. Um, well, I, I Sold participated. It. All right. All right. <laughs> it was really, it's good. really hard this year. <laughs> Well, good. Um, well, I'm running New York this fall. Um, I know it's a big New Balance event, so 
I was lucky enough to get the New Balance guys to, to help me get out with that. So will you be in New York, work in New York? or? Um, I think I am. So I mean, It's kind of your territory-ish. Well, you said no, you don't have Except the city. Except for the city. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, have the city. Yeah. But okay. I worked in New York last year, and okay. they did um, just send a request for volunteers, and I did volunteer to work. So I, sh- I think I should be there. All right, cool. All right, because that's uh, my streak's on the line. And this could be it. Ooh, this I mean, is where you're going to do sub it. three hours? Yep. A lot of pressure. It. And you're know. not going to do... No, are you going to no, stop your watch over. at any point? No, 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 no. This is going to be running straight through. Um, That's an I, old bit. We don't do yeah. old bits. Yeah, yeah we don't exactly. We know, yeah. It's funny that you say that. Yeah. I actually uh, wrote your cousin and asked him to send in a question to ask Farley, should it count? <laughs> and he wouldn't do it because he thought Farley would be upset about it. Oh, he's such a good person. Would yeah. Would you have been cool with that if if that was? I'd one been of the totally questions? cool about with that. Yeah, uh, he, he and I had had, he a, had yeah. Well, I, I think Bella and Alice would have been a little lost. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, so hopefully, um, yeah. So hopefully, I continue the streak there to make it about me for a second. But yeah, looking forward to, to, to New York, and uh, I'm sure New Balance will put on an awesome show. Um, all right. Cool. Doc, did you have anything, Docs? Do we need to? Do I have anything? I was yeah. just on the podcast for three and a half hours. <laughs> I think I'm sufficiently yeah, saturated. Seriously. Um, all right. I'm probably getting divorced, so I better get going. Um, oh, we can hang out again. <laughs> <laughs> More time for the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, Joanna, great to see you. Uh, thanks for the uh, gifts. You know the show very well, obviously. <laughs> well, congratulations on 200 yeah. episodes. I'm surprised you made it without me. <laughs> I am. I am, too. Uh, you're obviously a huge part of it. I can't believe we sat in that conference room just over there four years ago and, and did uh, episode one. And we're here um, almost four years later. So uh, so we're still here four years later. So, um, yeah. So thanks for um, believing in it. And um, Docs has said maybe this is the last show ever. Okay, thanks everybody for listening. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So if it is, it's been a good run. Um, All right. So for Joanna Russo, Test Strike, William E. Docs, this is Chris Farley. This has been episode 200 of Face the Nation. We'll see you next week.
This show is going to be like 22 minutes. Six hours to record, 22 minutes in the books. What do they mean by border? <laughs> the area between. <laughs> do we countries. need Michael P. Miller to explain that? <laughs> Look at that little chihuahua in the Jeep. <laughs> it's driving the Jeep? <laughs> it was so cute. Hey, this is Eli Moskowitz, the NC State runner who was kicked in the face, and on episode 82. That was the wrong question. The fact that you got Moskowitz is unbelievable. Uh, I'm getting these. Uh, I'm getting choked up to hearing all these guys. It's amazing. I know what the (laughs) thing. Do you know them? Was that a total stranger that you just waved to? I forgot. (laughs) Do you know what the P is? Mm hmm. M D A N S? Mm hmm. Oh, Lord. My dad's probably upset with me. <laughs> Thanks. Do we get to keep the Tupperware? No. <laughs> Why do you want that Tupperware? <laughs> Boy, this is a long episode. This is going to take forever. To, <laughs> to, I'm glad I have six weeks to, to, yeah, to edit seriously. this. <laughs> um, we need to put a net under you to catch all these caps. <laughs> you did two Chris Ut questions. I really yeah. feel like you only yeah. need to do one. <laughs> I like the questions. Okay. Hold up, guys. In the beginning, you asked for some... Jeopardy music. Here you go. Hold on a second. <coughs> oh, okay. Oh, you can just keep recording. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yes. All right. I'm Mike Katz. I named Face the Nation. My question is, what is my inspiration? Perfect. Hey guys, this is Sean Graham, head track and cross-country coach at American University from episode 123. I got a three-part question for you. They will be quick, and there are certainly right answers. Number one, are the Northern Lights awesome? Like I said, there is a right answer to that. Number two, what country is the best to see the Northern Lights? And three, how do you pronounce the capital of that country, Chris? After the delay, you'll know that it is Reykjavik. Thanks, guys. Love the show.